1: You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio 1067.
0: The Kimmer has a surefire pickup line he uses on the ladies. Yes, I do. Can I buy you a drink? Yeah. Or would you rather just have the money? Oh, boy. He always goes home alone. <laughs> and and broke The Kimmer Show <laughs> on News Radio 1067.
2: Thank, you. Thank seven. you so very much. Great to have you, boys, there Yeah. I
3: think you're
2: keep me yeah. <laughs> Look out, 1205. It's almost Friday. Have you made it to work yet? Uh, it's only the camera. It's only me, L. Peterson, program on News Radio 1067. How's it going? Here's that number, 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. A lot of things happening today. We'll talk about that mess this morning and what you think the alternatives might be whenever there's a bad wreck and it's rush hour. You know what's going to happen. It's a three-hour jam. I mean, it's just, it is. It took me an hour and a half to go nine miles. You know, I mean, just, it, it, there's, there's no, you, you know, it, you can say, well, take Roswell Road. No, you can't take Roswell Road because everybody else is, I mean, there's nowhere, that, I mean, they're, try, they're doing the best They're giving us, but there's no, their alternatives don't work either because everything's jammed and there's no answer to it. I know what the answer is going to be, but it's not going to be for another hundred years. But well, but first, uh, let me get to the thing here. 12.06, it's on to the camera. This is... Jennifer Lopez who on this day in 2004 called off her engagement to Ben Affleck who moved on to Jennifer Garner and I think everybody turned out fine on that one. Anyway, that and Jennifer Lopez is in some new movie with some younger guy and at some love scene thing. Man, is she beautiful or what? I mean, this is a striking woman. And she's I mean, she's got to be 40 something now, right? I mean, I think didn't she just celebrate her 40th birthday or something? I mean, she is just a beautiful... And I like her. I, I like her attitude. I like her look. She says, you know, I, just, I picked the wrong man, but I'm a great girlfriend and a great wife. I just picked the wrong guys. But I like girls like that. Huh? She's 45. I, I, she is a, a beautiful, beautiful human being. I, I just think very highly of her as a person and also a dish, you know. But anyway. let's see how there. A couple of um, birthdays of note. Actor John Hurt. One of the great American actors. Or, oh, he's probably British or Canadian, British. but he's British. Anyway, John Hurt's been in a billion movies. He's 75. Can you believe that? What was that hippie movie back from the 60s where he came back from Vietnam and he was impotent, and then that hot chick, the brunette little uh, yoga girl was in the movie, and they all the, they met up together after Vietnam, and they had their outing. And their, uh, the, the Big Chill? The Big Chill. That's not
4: John Hurt. That's William Hurt, you're thinking of.
2: Well, John Hurt, William Hurt, what's the difference?
3: (laughs) Well,
2: William and John Hurt are 75 today. Actress Linda Blair from The Exorcist and other things is 56. Yeah, oh yeah, all right, look out. Here we go. Twelve twelve oh seven. And by the way, for the record, I do know how we're gonna change this whole rush hour thing. We're gonna make it it's gonna happen, it's gonna it's gonna need um holograms and modern-day electronic office equipment tie-ins. But clearly, there's going to there's be a way someday, some, not soon, someday in the future, where instead of you going to work, let's say you work in an office now, and you need to be in the office because you have to deal with friends. Someone has to give you a paper thing, and you have to put a th- thing over in the thing. I mean, you have, you have to, an office, you have stuff you have to do with other people in the office. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to be, you're going to go to a room in your house, or your apartment or whatever, and it's going to have a hologram set up of all the other people you normally work with who are going to look as though they're there in that room with you and when you have to do something you push a button in the space sky uh, eye goggle thing to press you know send this to bill and a little character walks it over to bill and he's in his house looking at you doing this through his hologram of you giving it to him and he gets it you see what i mean so you never have to go anywhere you don't have to leave your house to go to work it we'll all be tied in by holograms and this, you know, invisible layer of informational stuff. Like a, like a 3D web of, you know, like video game thing where you can go into the video game and actually do stuff in there. I think everyone will be on a government subsidy by then. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, we'll, uh, we'll be dead by then, but anyway. Anyway, I, I, that means nothing, but I just thought I'd uh, throw that out there. Okay, a uh, couple of things. 12.09. Man, I'm late already. Uh, a Newsmaker Line's coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. 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 Also, uh, uh, I've got many major stories, which I'll get to in a moment. Not only the traffic mess and what in the world are we going to do about it, and the answer is nothing. We can't do anything about it. It's only going to get worse. More people are coming and they're not building more roads. So what do you think? Uh, So it's over. Just get over it. All right, uh, Ferguson, (laughs) even the FBI can't find any civil rights violations against Officer Wilson in Ferguson, Missouri. So all of you I-can't-breath idiots, including Mayor Kasim Reed, what a disgrace. Are you going to apologize now, Mayor, for putting your hands up in a video, even though the FBI also confirms that there was never any such thing that happened in Ferguson? His civil rights weren't violated, and the mayor of this city ought to resign in disgrace. <clears throat> Boehner thumbing his nose at Putty Tat I like it, he's pretending to act like a tough guy now <laughs> And Putty Tat's acting like a tough guy When he takes it on the road to college campuses I love his, he always says the same thing Well, you know, if they'd give me a bill I could sign, I'd sign it But they don't want to help, the GOP done nothing We bought the election, and they're not helping America Yay, yay, hey, Mr. President Oh, yay, you're so wonderful You've done everything, oh God It's college kids, what are they going to do, not clap? Come on what a joke. Acts like a big old tough guy, you know, when he's on the road in front of college kids. Well, I yeah, we'll pass the bill, I'll pass the bill, I'll go veto, i bill, 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 That's right, tough guy. <laughs> what a slime bag, honest to God. All right, what else we got here? The Lilburn mayor sold a lemon to a guy, his car, that's what they say. Uh, Brian Gumbel says he ought to raise a bunch of pigs who want a curse on America. Uh, the financial infidelity study is coming up. Uh, have you have you cheated money-wise on your, uh, your uh, wife or husband? Do you, do you hide money? Do you have your own bank account uh, secretly? And money. do you buy stuff that you never tell her or him about? And who's worse at it? Anyway, we'll get to that. But the biggest thing, of course, the number one topic on today's program, as you uh, will find out here in a moment, is Pete's sandwich. Yes. <laughs> it's happened now. To our producer, sidekick, and sports writer, author, broadcaster extraordinaire, Pete Davis, had a sandwich in a bag in our company refrigerator in the break room. And he went in to claim his sandwich to have a little uh, breakfast lunch here before the program, and of course, the sandwich was gone. No. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody oh. stole his freaking sandwich. Stole sandwich. So here we go. I want to hear the story. We know. It. I, I told you know what you can do to get back.
4: Yeah, I did.
2: And everybody knows what you can do to get back. You put yourself a sandwich in there made out of, uh, you know, whatever you want, plus a few extra things that they're not looking for. <laughs> you know, boogers, you know, I mean. Well, no, I'm serious. You got to say it. I mean, and that you put that in there and, leave, and put it in a bag and say, you know, property of so-and-so or whatever, and leave it in there and see who steals it. And, if, and good luck to them. And then when, when they steal it, then I'll come on the air the next day and, and tell them what they ate. Food thieves. I mean, is there anything lower I mean, are you so you're working? If you're in a building like this, you have a job. Are you so cheap you can't spend a dollar fifty on a couple of crackers from the vending machine to tide you over till you get home or whatever? You got to steal someone else's lunch? I mean, what 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 kind of a slime bag would steal somebody's lunch? If you're working, I mean, if you're you know, if you left it on a park bench to go buy a paper and a hobo picked it up and took it? Well, God bless him. You know, you left it there; and it's your own fault. But you don't put it in a refrigerator in a bag and someone swipes your lunch. What did they think it was free? Oh, a bag. Let's see what's in there. Oh, it must be for me. All right. So, has this happened to you? And what did you do? I want to know actually
4: what you did to get back at the food thief. Now, in
2: fairness, maybe their name was Boar's Head. Could have been it. Mr. Boar's Head himself. He could. Have, he works in the area. He might have been visiting. He was up here doing a commercial endorsement. It could have happened. See, who am I to judge so quickly? I, there I go again, flying off the handle. God.
0: The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio
5: 106.7. Here we go. Hey folks, John Madden here, <laughs> John. and and this portion of, of the Kim Peterson show <laughs> yes, is brought to you by Julian Edelman of the New England Patriots, who oh, yeah. wants to remind everyone out there yeah. that two pack spelled backwards is kaput. <laughs> boom, double boom. And and now here's your host, the Kimmer. Yeah,
2: thank you so much, Coach. How's it going? 1218. And it's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Newsbreaker Lines coming up. Patrick, Larry, Jim, all your calls as well. 844 404 1067. And later on, I think I'll do it after two. I have two tickets to, to the June 5th concert by train at Lakewood Trains Concert June 5th. I'll give those away after two o'clock today. 844 404 1067. Tony Braxton on this day in 1998 filed for bankruptcy. She had liabilities of more than a million dollars. And every time I, you know, you just wonder, how in the world could a singer who's making millions be a million dollars in debt? I mean, like, oh, man. <laughs> Brutal. A couple of quick birthdays. Actress Sammy Gale from Blue Bloods is 19. So she must play somebody's daughter. there. I don't know who that is. Or is she a cop? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen. A blue, I, I saw a couple of them, but it's... It's, it's, it, you know, everything he does is kind of depressing. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Tom Selleck. I mean, everything he does is do- that when he plays that cop who's on his own who uh, yeah. lost his wife and he had killed his dog. dog. Oh, yeah, geez. Oh, I mean, oh, God, it's just, it's horrible. It's just depressing. Oh, man. Anyway, it's San Miguel Bluebuds 19. Uh, Phoebe, Sc- uh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm Beverly Mitchell from Seventh Heaven is 34. I don't know who that is. Either. I got 1219, 1220-ish on News Radio 1067. What's
4: that? She's John Hurt's kid.
2: John Hurt's kid. <laughs> Her name is Williams, so that's kind of a... Anyway, we'll talk about, oh, by the way, uh, we'll talk about stealing Pete's sandwich and whether you steal stuff at work and how do you get somebody back on that. Also, a news line coming right up. But also, we just got a, a notice uh, uh, from the uh, front desk people. There's a white Chrysler van with a license plate, so-and-so, with its door wide open in the parking garage. Uh, just password your colleagues. Well, they're obviously waiting for some idiot to walk by a van saying, Oh, I wonder who's in here. Grab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your ATM number, baby? I mean, come on. You're kidding me. Yeah. Hey, let's go check it out. It's like the teenagers in a haunted house. Hey, let's open this door and see if anybody's behind it. <laughs> yeah, there's
4: a great idea.
2: Hey, the, the van smells like cookies. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a puppy in there. Yeah, there's a little sign in says, There's a puppy. See the new puppy right inside our van with a door open here in the parking lot. Geez, a- yeah, there's a great idea, <laughs> 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 all, right, well, <laughs> all right, hold on, there's the newspaper line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line there. Like, Good afternoon. Oh, who is this? Hey, hey, it's and Heston. Mr. Heston. Hey, well, no, I, no, no, you know that
5: Kim Peterson, and you can't get anything about him by him. He's a movie buff. He knows his actors, boy. He does. Oh, he loved that John Hurt in <laughs> Kiss of the Spider Woman. Uh, he thought John Hurt was great in broadcast news. <laughs> and he really admired John Hurt's performance in that movie they did about the Reverend Earl Polk. Uh, <laughs> What is that? Children of a Lesser Charge. <laughs> is that not the I name think, of it? Uh, I think I might have gotten that part wrong too, sir. <laughs> sure. Yeah, the Kimmer has his own movie site. It's called K I M B D. K I M B D. Right. It lists the star of On the Waterfront and The Godfather is Marlon Perkins. I mean, this man—he knows his movies. <laughs> By the way, you probably didn't hear this. There's a white Christ living in the parking lot with a door wide open. Door open, yeah. <laughs> when, when did the Bachelorette start offering
2: curbs? Oh,
3: my God!
2: <laughs> you know, legal advice. Legal advice from you a of, curb. What did you think I meant? You know? I can't imagine, sir.
5: <laughs> I know what a John Hurt would say about that. I don't
2: know. You
5: and Pete Davis need to settle down and just, yes. just
2: take it easy. Yeah, take it easy, really. Cumulus
5: management has yeah. vowed to... To get to the bottom of this godforsaken sandwich. <laughs> the minute they figure out who the hell Pete Davis is, and what's he doing he, here? Who he works here? <laughs> <laughs> who show is he on? <laughs> <laughs> a We're cutting a whole batch of Michael Graham promos, damn you, Harry Aver. Get The hell out of this studio. Yeah. <laughs> For people who host shows. <laughs> who have work to do. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Mr. Heston, did you yes. hear Anderson Cooper's going to be hosting a game
2: show? A game show on CNN? Game show.
5: Yeah, they're calling it Queen for a Day. <laughs> <laughs> With Anderson Cooper as a host, maybe they should call it I've Got a Secret. <laughs>
2: Enter and sign in, please. <laughs> I've got a secret.
5: Shh. <laughs> you know they could call it. You bet your life. If you see some of the it places. Oh, <laughs> at night <laughs> on Times Square. But you know we don't want to get too <laughs> we'll get too or specific. The details. Yeah, there's <laughs> a mystery. Sandwich Pete. Now what's his last name again? <laughs> oh yes, didn't he used to be on the radio he, with another guy? That yeah, lived in Florida. Years ago. Yeah, i retired.
2: Thank you so much. I'll get right on it. <laughs> Thank you, sir.
5: <laughs> uh, look out.
2: Mercy. <laughs> 1224, and it's only me, it's only the Kimmer. Uh, News Radio 1067, 844 404 1067 to Patrick on News Radio 1067. How's it going, Patrick? Great, right, Kimber, Kimber 5. Thank you, sir. What's up, man?
3: Hello, oh, I
5: used to work for a trucking company, and uh, we had a little company cooler in the trucking company, and every day I'd go in there and put about four 11 line 32 ounce Gatorades in the cooler.
3: Yeah. Every day I'd come back, and they were gone. I hate so that, that. That, that. that went on for about a week.
4: Yeah.
0: So I started drinking half of the Lemon lime Gatorade. And, and, we, and then you
2: would, would fill up the container with other, uh, uh, various yeah, liquid sir. forms yeah, of yeah, things? Sir. Sure. Okay. And so what ever happened?
0: Oh, I put them in there, and, and they kept getting missing for about a month until
5: I put a note on, on one of the bottles in the very back of it about a month later. They uh, they quit disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, somebody
2: drank my piss for a good file. <laughs> oh <party>. yeah <laughs> well it made you feel better anyway. Yeah. Right. We had to just get rid of that last part
4: yeah, there. Yeah,
2: we, we we can't obviously I mean you know, we you okay. I really would like to know if this has happened to you before I mean it's happened to everybody. I mean we've all have we all have food stolen from work?
4: We've stolen food.
2: I know I'm t- I am don't think I ever have. No, I bet you... I mean, I'll guarantee you, if you've stolen food from work, give us a call. 844-404-1067. <laughs> if you're a food thief at work, 844-404-1067. And, and, and what's the reason? Is it just because you're too cheap? Or you run out of time? You're going to grab... He stole your... I mean, I don't know. What are the reasons, other than just being a, a douchebag? I mean, it's just, you know, an idiot. Just a slime bag. That's just... That's as low as... it Stealing somebody's food... A sandwich... Plus, you know, if it's a sandwich, the guy made it with his own hands. So you want to eat somebody else's handmade stuff that he brought in? And where, I mean, oh my God. See my hands? Yeah, I know, I know where I've been. Hell, I don't even eat what I made. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 1226. All right, hold on, Jim. I got your call. We'll talk about Putty Tad and the whole deal. On News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. And this was an important day in history. Socket it to me. <laughs> Yes, that was President Tricky, Tricky Dick, Dick Nixon on Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In. It was on this day in 1968, it premiered on NBC. Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In set the standard for unusual live-type reality sort of uh, goof-around-anything-can-happen comedy on network television. All right, 1227, more News Market Lines coming up, sponsored by The Siding Doctor. And uh, your issues and the topics on 844-404-1067, News Radio 1067.
1: You are listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067.
5: This is your family alive announcer mm-hmm. Don Pardo, and, uh, and this portion of the Kim Peterson show yes. is brought to you by yeah. the Gwinnett Kroger, huh? where you can <laughs>
2: feel the difference. It does. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Yeah, the Cosby Kroger, <laughs> the Groper Kroger. And by the way, I feel bad for Kroger. They didn't do anything. Every time something happens at a Kroger, they get a new nickname. You know, sorry Kroger, that's wrong. But it's so funny. Sorry about that. Anyway, it's only me. It's only the Kimber 1234. I got Jimmy. Call coming up 844 404 1067. News Radio 1067. This is Alabama. Teddy Gentry, the bassist, is 63 today. Wow.
4: We have a Kimber. Uh, Facebook, Facebook update. update. All right, sir. Rob wants to know Hey, Kimber, how was Pete's sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> well. I had to re- eat it real fast because I was trying to trap somebody <laughs> in my white van in
2: the parking lot. I... <laughs> Looking for some stupid girl to walk by, you know. <laughs> oh, mercy. That's all it is. It's on the camera news, Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. 1235. Uh, a couple of things. Speaking of the Facebook page, uh, did you put the picture up from yesterday I, I sent Which you? Time? The picture of me in the RBM yes. guy, Eric? Uh, uh, yes, I-, I had flat tire. Or it was, it was going flat. My, You know, my uh, C63, my Intimidator from RBM of Alpharetta has gauges like uh, new cars do that tell you when your tires are going soft, and it get dings and shows you the tire pressure. And it was going down, and so I obviously had a slow leak, so I uh, made it up to RBM of Alpharetta, and I pulled in there. And this uh, young man comes over and he says, hey, how's it going? He takes the car, and he, and he looks at it, and talked to him for a second, and then he looks at the car, and then he looks at me, and he says, are you the Kimmer? I said, yeah. He says, oh, my God. He says, my dad and I listen to you all the
4: time. It's Eric from RBM of Alpharetta. So I play, we put his picture up there on the on and the And you're getting out. some responses because you're kind of holding him kind of close. Well, was, I was... <laughs> and, 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 and Jeff says, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> no, wait a minute. <laughs> That's uh, simple <laughs> b- b- jo- Joshua picture. says, so good to see father and son reunited.
2: <laughs> <laughs> everybody could be my son. I mean, come on. I'm older than everybody. I don't... Uh, it was great. It was, and I, I, I had a little teeny nail from uh, going to the stable. Uh, well, I, mean, I don't blame anybody. I'm just, you know, I got a nail on my tire. But they couldn't fix it. It was in the place where they can't fix it, so I got a new tire. So I've got a, a loaner until uh, I'm going, going back there today. In fact, if you're in the area, I'll be up to, at RBM. I, ho- I think I'll be ready today. I, I'll be up at RBM of Alpharetta today, probably after around 530 or 5.15, 5 o'clock, 5.30, something like that, after I see Jack. Anyway, uh, if you're in the area, stop by and say hi. Oh, and they just expanded. Have you seen the new showroom? Holy smokes huge beautiful all right uh 844-404-1067 i got jim i gotta get to you i got sound bites oh oh also i got to do this right now because if i don't i'll forget on the facebook page did you put the little the first kiss boy is that yes. on our okay on the show facebook page also is a little boy a british kid right isn't he from he london doesn't or it, it doesn't say okay I, I thought it was i could be wrong anyway uh as a little boy gets his first kiss and talks about it, uh, describing his first kiss. And it's not real long. I'll play it for you. Here's what he said after getting his first kiss.
3: Hi. um,
5: This is Griffin. <laughs> this is amazing. I got my first kiss today. And
2: He's it's what, just 9 maybe, so 10, 11?
3: Mind-blowing that I can't just feel it. Oh.
0: It's mixed up on my head and heart when she kicks me kisses me. Same it's thing, kid. so... It goes to my brain. It goes to my heart.
5: <laughs> it just...
2: Don't say everywhere. goes to
5: my brain so much, it just goes <laughs> at kablooey. It's so good. I, I had a funny feeling. It was so great. <laughs> I am
2: not gay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the boy he kissed, little Roberts, also... No, 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 I don't know that for a fact. I'm just saying... he <laughs> had, <a> <laughs> had a funny feeling, all right? Oh, yeah, welcome to the club, kid. Dangerous danger is <laughs> danger. <Chuckie laughs> <monkey. laughs> yeah, that's, that's a sign, you know, that's a symptom. When your brain goes all nuts, I mean, it's the girls on your... Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's what happens with girls. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, I'll get to this business about cheating financial secrets and stuff in a second. First, let me get to Jim on News Radio 106.7. Thanks for holding, Jim, and how you doing, sir? Hey, Kevin, how you doing? Happy Thank you. Welcome aboard.
5: Hey, man, I was listening, listening to your show for years, of course, but uh, earlier I heard you mention douchebag and Oops, it is. That's a bad tricky word. dick yeah. and president on the same sentence, and I thought yeah. to myself, yeah. isn't it interesting that you step off a jumbo jet after your $18 million tax-funded vacation and try and have a reasonable conversation about income inequality?
2: Yeah, off your private jet. You know, not, thanks, Jim. And not only that, you know what's going on in Switzerland, right? In Switzerland now, there's a meeting of all these big uh, muckety-muck business leaders and international monetary leaders, politicians. I mean, it's huge. Big, Big-money billionaires and millionaires are all meeting to talk about global warming. They flew in on 1,700 different separate private jets. You know, the G5s and G7s and all these, you know, $100 million private jet planes. They had to open up a, a military base in Switzerland to park all these private jets that came in to talk about global warming. And the other thing they did in their private billion-dollar jet uh, income streams is uh, they paid $40,000 as a fee to go to the conference to talk about income inequality. <laughs> I mean, come on. I love that story. Anyway, it gets better and better. 844-404-1067. 844 1067 is 1239. Now, uh, speaking of Ferguson, and we have to speak about Ferguson, uh, we're ready for the apologies. By the way, all you police officers, I, I hope that people go up to you today and say, you know, I'm so sorry for those deadbeat idiots, losers, gangbangers who had tried to blame you for stuff. Hope they apologized. Every cop you see, you should say, I am so sorry for those slime bags who made you feel bad, including the president and the attorney general of the United States. And for God's sakes, you know we're talking about that idiot Al Sharpton, including the sheriff, David Clark, from Milwaukee. I don't expect anything intelligent to come out of the mouth of Al Sharpton. Uh, We all know that he's a charlatan. As a matter of fact, the next intelligent thing that comes out of his mouth will be the first. Al Sharpton ought to just shut up and go back into the gutter that he came from apologize. He will not do that, but uh, the American police officer uh, is owed a lot from him, from Eric Holden, from the President of the United States. Sheriff David Clark, who happens to be black, by the way, not that that makes any difference, because you know what? It doesn't make any difference. And both of those cases that have been in the news and have been so misconstrued as some sort of violent, vicious attack by cops on innocent, poor black people had nothing to do with innocent and nothing to do with black. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing had to do with race. Nothing had to do with race in Ferguson. And now here's what one of the one of the guys who owned a business there, Jan Leilani in Ferguson, and they've just did you see the video? They police just released more video of the streams of, of like two hundred looters pouring in through a broken door with their hoodies on to steal, to rob the hundred stores blind. And here's what one of the store owners says about that. So back
5: in August. I'm pretty sure a bunch of the same people were here in November. And also, I believe that uh, I think that everybody should be held accountable for their actions.
2: He'd like to get his, his uh, stuff back. Are you going to apologize now, you deadbeats? And Mayor Reed, you should resign. You should resign from office. What a disgrace. Here's, here's Mayor Kasim Reed with his hands up. Don't shoot. I can't breath. Like all of his gangbang and gangster uh, uh, you know, rap star NBA gangster buddies. I can't breath, I can't breath with his hands up, don't shoot. Yeah, when's the last time you had a problem with a cop who was ready to shoot you because you were black, Mayor, ever? Of course not. Don't be ridiculous. What a disgrace. And now that even the FBI says there was no civil rights violation, and you know how much Eric Holder wanted there to be a civil rights violation. I mean, you know this. And they can't charge anything because it didn't happen. It was based on a lie. There never was a hands up, don't shoot. Never, never happened. Well, what are you going to do about it now? How about a few apologies, including the mayor? 844 404 1067, Mayor, will take you first. 1242. <laughs> The Kimmer Now
0: and news, weather and traffic on your ride home on News Radio oh 1067. <laughs> Hello,
5: hey. my name is hey. Chuck it's- E. <laughs> Cheese. Chuck- Table <laughs> for two, <laughs> Prince Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> and this portion of our show Prince is brought Andrew. to you by Bryant Gumbel. Oh. As a proud gun owner, <laughs> I'd like to see that jerk-off
0: television once <laughs> and for all. And now, here's your host, Charlton Heston. No, well,
4: you're so close, sir. <laughs> I
2: mentioned earlier, Bryant Gumble, the host of Real Sports on HBO, says, the N- I- he says, I hate the NRA, National Rifle Association. I call them pigs who don't care about human life. Bryant Gumbel says, there are a few things I hate more than the NRA. I mean, truly, I think they're pigs. I think they don't care about human life. I think they're a curse upon the American landscape. Disdain for gun rights group, the NRA. Pigs who have disdain. uh, They're a curse on the American landscape. Bryant Gumbel. Well, consider the source. Also, Prince Andrew, the latest is one of the so-called slave girls from his uh, buddy Jeffrey Epstein down in Palm Beach, Florida, is now suing, claiming that she was paid $400 to serve when she was 17 to service Prince Andrew, not only at Epstein's home in New York, but also on his Caribbean island. And I have a picture in front of me showing Prince Andrew and this little blonde hottie he has got his hand around her bare waist. Uh, and she's all smiley and stuff, and she's 17. Uh, she said, the second time I had sex with Prince Andrew was in Epstein's New York mansion in the spring of 2001. She was 17 and uh, made lewd jokes about Randy Andy. Uh, the, she said, Epstein and Andy, Prince Andrew, and eight other girls and I had sex together. She was recruited by Ghislaine Maxwell, the daughter of disgraced tycoon Robert Maxwell, when she, the girl was 15. Oh, man, this is getting cheesier and cheesier. Anyway, uh, 1249 on uh, News radio 1067. 844-404-1067. i got a newsbreak line coming up. Let's quickly get to Brett, the truck driver. Ed and Jason coming up. Uh, Brett, how's it going, man? Hello. Hey, trucker's got a horn to Kimmer. Oh, that's a pretty uh, different day
5: than it was yesterday and a couple of days ago. I mean, it's kind of dreary
2: out here today, Kimmer. Yeah, kind of dreary. We had some great sun, some great warmth, and now we're going back to a crummy old weather.
5: That's all right. Well, we need good old Georgia weather and yeah. uh, unpredictable. Yeah. Hey, uh, tell Peter I enjoyed that sandwich. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, there
3: you
2: go. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I don't know what happened on that 285 thing yet. I don't... And, and here's the first thing I thought, and I'll get to your calls when we got Newsman Line coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. 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 Uh, the first thing I thought when I heard the story on 285 this morning near Roswell Road was that it's, it used to be... Now, they may have changed. I haven't been there in a couple of years in the rush hour morning time, but it used to be that there was a gas station, I think it was a Texaco station, at Roswell Road in the perimeter, and there, I used to see... Uh, what looked like uh, Spanish or Mexican laborers waiting to be picked up to go work, do works jobs, and and they kind of milled around that area. And I wonder whether it was one of the workmen. What Spanish? Well, span, What? They, what? <laughs> they're they're not Norwegian. S- they're from Spain. Over. It's Hispanic. <laughs> oh, <that's> okay. <laughs> okay. So I, didn't want, I didn't want to hiss to my radio audience. You know, I was just trying to be grammatically correct instead of hissing. His. Hispanic. Like- <laughs> Hispanic. Oh, sure I could Hispanic instead of just saying Spanish. They could be from Spain. They could be from freaking Guatemala. Portugal. Portugal. Portuguese. Could be Portugal. You're so PC. PC. I'll PC this. <laughs> anyway, I wonder whether it was one of those guys, whether it was one of those workmen who sure trying to, but I, I don't know if they're still there. And also, who knows? He wasn't maybe thrown out of a car for that matter. I mean, we don't know. I don't, unless they know and they're telling me, I don't know yet. But anyway, it was bad. And there's nothing, when, you know, when something like that happens on 285 or 400 or whatever, it's over. You, you know, there's no alternate routes because everybody's taking the alternate route. So you do the best you can and just suck it up. And that's, you know, that's, until we get cars off the road or more roads, it, it's never going to change. And it's only going to get worse because more people are coming. All right. Oh, wait, there's a news break line. Let's see who's on the old news line there. Uh, good afternoon. Well, good afternoon, oh, uh, golly. No, I wonder who this is. I can This never... is the Reverend Al Shop the Group <laughs> from MSNBC <laughs> eating
3: me a big old blue bear pie <laughs> You know, it takes a big man to admit where he is wrong, Kemba.
2: Really? You're admitting you're and I wrong. I am
3: not that
5: man. <laughs> I'm not, I was going to say.
2: <laughs> Wait a minute. This isn't Al Sharpton. This, I think this is well, Ronald Reagan. You I... tricked me again, Ronald
5: Reagan. Well, Life, You know, you, you make a great point, huh? <laughs> yes, really. I guess Al Sharpton owes... Officer Darren Wilson, an apology. An apology, yes, sir. I also owe the IRS the murder nine children, five crack dealers, and the men's Department of Value City. So, <laughs> Officer Wilson going to have to take a number, man. <laughs> you know a lot of people. Are... <laughs> I love that purple suit he oh, bought man. at Vernon Jones's garage. <laughs> <ago. laughs> it has
4: got the matching shoes, I hear.
2: How about this crazy time? <laughs>
5: Well, yes, you know, sir. Al Sharpton may be slow on the take yeah. there, but Jesse well, Jackson, the Reverend Jesse Jackson, yeah, really, yeah. has promised this morning that he's had a change of heart and he's going to deliver a public apology to Officer Darren Wilson. Really?
2: I can't believe it. That's
5: great. Yeah, right after I pay my child support to file my tax return and apply for a
2: job. <laughs> oh, well, so I guess we shouldn't be holding our breath. <laughs> hundred people surveyed, top five minutes. Show me things that'll never happen. <laughs>
5: Show me a Kimmer promo! <laughs> well, you know, yes, I never thought I'd be the last guy in the world <laughs> to defend your Muslim mayor, Kasim Reed, but I think you and your listeners are being too hard on the man.
2: Uh, hard on the man? Well, what do you mean? Well, sir? how
5: can you call him totally anti-Christian, Kimmer? Well, I... Well, for one thing, he obviously doesn't practice birth control. I mean what? Oh, <laughs> The Catholics have to love that about Kasim <laughs> Reed, right? I mean... Sure, he might skip that pesky marriage part, but he tries.
2: Damn paperwork. (laughs) That's right, yes. Piece of paper.
5: What's all this talk about uh, a Kroger shoplifting out of Gwinnett County? Yeah, some kind of a thing. Oh, wait a minute. It wasn't snatch and grab. I'm (laughs) sorry. I'm sorry. I was, I was busy looking up John Hurt movies. Um, <laughs> oh, so I William Hurt, oh, John Hurt. J-I-M-P-T, what's the difference? <laughs> or whatever that is. Yes. He was great in Kiss of a Spider Woman. I can tell you that <laughs> well, right now.
2: Hurt this, hurt that, I don't know. Great to be on the <laughs> Thank show. Thank you so much, sir. <laughs> I'm making. Toad Lauder to have you aboard, my friend, as always. <laughs> yeah, the guys at Kroger, excuse me, ma'am, are these your melons or... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who thought you could get away with that? By the way, I mean, can you? you, Does anyone really think that you can go up to a woman shopping in the produce aisle and start rubbing her body for her? I mean, what are the chances she's not going to say anything? I mean, I mean, is that you know? The old joke used to be if you go up to twenty-five women and start talking and say, you know, I. I want to make love to you. I just, I, I just, I have such a strong feeling. I really, I'd love to get it on with you right now. I just, let's go somewhere right now. If you can do that for 25 women, one of them's going to say, okay. You, you never know until you ask. I mean, that's what they say. That's the old joke that if you ask 20, really, yeah, go up to 25 women, one of them's going to say, oh, what the hell? You know, she's had a fight with her boyfriend or she's a tramp or whatever. Let's I mean, try the news. Yeah, we right could try the news, or right, though. <laughs> let's see who came in, you Neil. Know. <laughs> I know who you're waiting for. No, wait a minute. Um, 1255. But uh, uh, I have no idea what I was just saying. I have no idea either. Why, why was I talking about asking 25 women? Oh, and what are the chances a woman's not going to say anything? I mean, maybe that some, Maybe now the new thing is if you go to a woman in a grocery store and start fondling her, that one of them is not going to say no? I mean, I, it's just dumb. Stupid. God, and she should have stun gunned you or shot you or something. Anyway. Yeah. All right, hold on. It's, uh, here's that. It's 1255 on News Radio 1067. Jason's coming up. Hello, Ed. How's it going? It's done good. Good. And I love your show. Thank you. Hey, look, you guys were talking about a uh, coworker stealing your food. Somebody your stole peach lunch. Around. He stole peach lunch out of the refrigerator. <laughs>
5: well, I used to have this problem. that used to steal my soft drinks. Uh huh. Well, I got one of my friend's insulin needle, and I vacuumed out a, quite a few CCs out of it, replaced it with urine, and never had that problem again.
2: There you go. We got we got him a bad night. He took a, he took a syringe. And and put something into the, uh, th- yeah, well, yeah. We, we don't want we don't to really know what it was. You put in there, but <laughs> whether it worked. 12.56. All right, Ed, hold, Jason's coming. Out. I got a few seconds for the traffic, Jason. I'll get right back to you, though, if you can hang on for me. Uh, also, bizarre story in uh, Virginia. Somebody was tearing down an old house, and they found a cannonball filled with gunpowder in the chimney of this old house. And it, w- it would explode. It was still live left over from the Civil War. The Confederate Union troops lobbed one and a half million shells and cannonballs at each other from 1861 to 65. The first troops arrived in Georgetown, 1861. This is near where the cannonball was found in a chimney. Can you believe it hasn't blown up after all these years of fires in the chimney? And the ordinance people at the local fort took it off and blew it up, and it blew up. It was still filled with gunpowder. Wow, 1257.
1: Mercy. You're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to three on News Radio 1067.
0: Next time you stand next to the Kimmer, listen carefully. Yes. You can hear the ocean. Now Hi. Kimmer Show on News Radio
2: 1067. One oh five, how you doing? It's only me, it's only the Kimmer. News Radio One O six seven. I have two tickets to give away after two o'clock to the train concert coming up. In June, on the 5th of June, at Aaron's Amphitheater, Lakewood. Train concert, two tickets, Friday, June 5th. After 2 o'clock, not now, after 2 o'clock. Here's a number, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Slash, the guitars for Guns N' Roses, on this day in 1990, said a bad word. While accepting the American Music Awards for his band, uh, viewers complained to the network which had broadcast the show live and the network had to apologize. Nothing ever really happened, but I don't remember what he said or whatever, but it was not attractive or some kind. Uh, a couple of birthdays. Actress Katie Finnerin from The Michael J. Fox Show is 44, and uh, actor Christopher Kennedy Masterson from Malcolm in the Middle is 35. So there you go. I right, out, 106. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer, News Radio 1067. I don't have any other information yet about what happened on 285 this morning and exactly what caused the pedestrian fatality. But, you know, when there's a fatality, they have to shut down everything and take pictures and do measurements, and it's, it, it's extremely uh, time-consuming. It, it, uh, it'll last for hours. Any kind of a crime scene or a death scene will last for hours. And there's, what are our options? When, when that happens, you're, you're stuck. You're screwed. And, you're, you're reason, and it's only going to get worse because we are getting more people and we don't have any more roads. And then the ones we have are out of date as soon as, you know, 400, you know, it's, it was out of date. It was, it was out of date the minute it opened, and then they added more lanes, and they still should add more lanes going way up north. I mean, it's just, it never ends. If you build it, they'll come. They'll drive on it. So, you know, we just have to keep going. Or I think one day we'll have a way to work from our homes. And we'll think we'll have holograms to think we're actually interacting, and we'll be able to interact in our own heads with our – I mean I, in other words, I could be at my house – you could be at your house, and John Boy, you could be at your house, and we could all be doing the same show and still think like we're in the room together. Can you
4: get those co workers to do anything you want? Well, I, the way I <laughs> planned it, I would. <laughs> 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 Hello, Ashley. <laughs> no, I. <Whoa. laughs> no.
2: Now, that would be wrong. Would, <laughs> I'm just saying. No, really, I mean, you, that's going to happen. You know it's going to come. And, you know, I thought about this today. Isn't this weird? Uh, some, if, if, we li- if the human race, Survives another thousand years. At some point, there's going to be a way where there will be some sort of huge international space station uh, doodad up in the sky, up and in, up in, up in the Earth's at, outside the Earth's atmosphere. And when there's a problem like a death on an interstate, what will happen is this giant machine up in space will be able to zoom in with lock in with some kind of a special new gizmo to dig a brand new freeway near the one that's shut down. And fill it up with concrete and cool it off and have it ready to drive in about two minutes. Well, think about it. The, only, the way you make a road, here's how you make a How do you make a road? You take trucks and people, and you dig things and make a path, and then you clear it out, and you take away stones and rocks and stuff like that, and then you put asphalt down on it, and you treat. you put stuff on it. You, you, dig, you dig a line, and then you put stuff on it, right? I mean, that's all it is. I mean, it just takes time because it takes time. It yeah. takes time. Yeah. But if you had a way to immediately, you know, like with laser technology from a 1,000 years in the future where you just sort of go, and, and all of a sudden there's nine miles of brand-new road, and people just go on the brand-new road. I like it. Or you it ha- is have some. Your son, uh, <laughs> apathetic or, or just unintelligent. <laughs> well, I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, don't you? You don't think that's possible? Oh, sure,
3: yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're well, we'll getting right on that. Top men. All right. <laughs> and speaking of transportation, <laughs> wash your mouth out with this. Taking a wee break from the golf course, Rory McIlroy driving his brand-new Mercedes into an Irish gas station. An attendant greets him in a typical Irish manner, unaware of who the golf pro might be. Ah, it's happening morning to you, me boy." Rory gets out of the car. Two tees, his golf tees, fall out of his pocket. Aye, ah, and what are those things for, laddie? <laughs> well, they're called, they're called tees, says Rory. And what would you be using them for now, inquires the Irishman at the gas station. Oh, they're for putting my balls on when I drive, says Rory. The Irishman says, I, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, those fellas at Mercedes think of everything. (laughs) (laughs) See, he's a golfer. (coughs) I'm 14. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. I'm still waiting for the mayor and all those gangbangers and would-be cop killers like I can't breath, idiot NBA scumbag slime gangbangers. Uh, to say they are sorry for the viciousness they perpetrated, perpetrated upon America's police officers. Uh, waiting for your apology really would be nice. I mean, don't you think they, that's the least they could do is say, God, you know, even the FBI can't find anything wrong with a shooting case. No civil rights violation. And the hands-up, don't shoot, never happened. Hands up, every time you see somebody hands-up, don't shoot, it's a lie. It never, it never happened. It was no, there was no hands-up and there was no don't shoot. You know what? remember where that started was from the guy who was in the picture with the gang, the would be big fat gangbanger who died. And the guy who was in the picture with him robbing the convenience store is the guy who first said, Hey, he had his hands up. He's saying, Hands up, don't shoot. He said, Don't shoot and he had his hands up. That's a lie. He lied. And everybody knows he lied except the people who want to pretend he didn't. The grand jury knew he lied. The cops knew he lied. The investigators knew he lied. The FBI knows he lied. Federal investigators know he lied. He lied. There was no hands up, don't shoot. Never happened. So now what? And how, how are you going to make up, make it up to those merchants who lost everything in the stores that you vandalized? And you can thank the President of the United States and Eric Holder, the Attorney General, and those sleazy slime bag gutter rats, Al Sharpton and Jesse freaking Jackson. They are deliberately, indubitably responsible for all the viciousness that has happened across this country because of the non hands up don't shoot because of that lie, you can put them right on the front of it. It's true. I, I, I mean, it's just uh, just absolutely appalling, absolutely appalling. Feared for his life, <laughs> and the cop feared for his life. That's what we know to be the truth. By the way, uh, um, John Boehner is now getting ripped because of the uh, he's asked Netanyahu to come to speak to Congress. And to complain about Putty Tat not doing anything to stop the Iranians from having nuclear weapons. So Boehner says, hey, now you come out over and talk to us. And, of course, the White House is furious, saying this is some sort of hideous uh, thumbing of the nose of the president for doing an international speaker in the Congress without telling the White House or asking the White House. And they're trying to get him back now. And finally, Boehner's showing some uh, testicularity, and uh, people are criticizing him for it. My God, somebody ought to show something around that joint. Hold on, Chris. I got a laser beam update for you, but first this station is now the ultimate power in the universe.
0: I suggest we use it. <laughs> I like it. The Kimmer now and news weather and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067.
5: Uh, this uh, is Senator Ted Kennedy <laughs> Ted. and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yes, is brought to you by the anniversary of Roe versus Wade. Oh, Roe versus The best Wade. two ways to leave the scene of a crime. <laughs> And now here's your host, a man whose career is definitely underwater, Tim Peterson. Thank
4: you.
2: Yes. This is one of the saddest songs ever (laughs) written. This is a terribly sad... It's beautifully done. I mean, it's, it's a haunting... Melody. I mean, I, I would call it a haunting melody, but it's very sad.
3: I'm so tired
2: that was a, It was a. It's by Evan Evanescence. Evanescence. <laughs> well, uh, what a goofy name, I mean, Evanescence. What? What is that? Anyway, their guitarist here is Ben Moody. He's thirty-four today. And it's a girl who's saying, you know, I was there for you. I held you in your tears. I made you feel better when you were in pain, and you still have my whole heart, even though you don't love me anymore. Oh my you god. Know. Oh my god. <laughs> Brutal.
0: The band decided on the name Evanescence
5: because it means disappearing or fading away.
2: Evanescence, I did not know that.
5: Kind
0: of depressing.
2: Oh, well, there you are. Yeah, this whole thing is depressing. It's a beautiful song, but it's very depressing. <laughs> anyway, here we go. It's on to the camera, 118 uh, News Radio one oh six seven. Here's the number, 844-404. Here we go. You'd scream, I fight away all your tears and fears. I held your hand. Through all of these years, we still have me. <laughs> all right, whole freeze, gopher! <laughs> oh, you want to play Roth gopher? Oh, this is not a, you know, C4 or anything. It's more just a squirrel, Mr. Squirrel. Freeze, gopher! <laughs> okay, fine. One nineteen on News Radio 1067. So is got more news. Regular lines coming up here, sponsored by the Sighting Doctor. I got Chris talking about uh, my laser beam theory. I'm serious. We could do. We have a whole. We could do it in the future if we if we can only live another thousand years. I'm guarantee you this will happen. I'll make a wager with you right now. All right. If one if one thousand years from now we haven't well never mind. Uh, let's see. Oh, there's a the news regular line. Let's see who's on the old news regular here. Uh, good afternoon.
5: Good afternoon, Mister Peterson. I don't mean to bother you, sir. This is Lieutenant Colombo calling. <laughs> Lieutenant
2: Colombo, how you doing, sir?
5: Well, you know my wife's a big fan of yours. Is that right? I didn't know that. And your final wife was a big fan of the LAPD, sir. <laughs> Let me just say that she she sort of gave the phrase "mounted police" a whole new meaning, hey, sir. No.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mounted.
5: I was calling. I yes. don't mean to bother you, but I may have a lead. <laughs> On Pete Davis' missing sandwich, hey, Somebody sir.
2: stole his sandwich out of the refrigerator today. I can't
5: believe this it. This may be nothing. There may be no connection. But this yeah. morning, I understand that Vicki Locke came in for an interview. <laughs> Had it been 30 minutes since breakfast, so you got to give her a break for that, sir. <laughs> She's a growing girl. girl I... That's solid food in 30 minutes. <laughs> that, the last time I was in Atlanta, I saw a picture on a billboard. Yeah, yeah. It said, eat more chicken. <laughs> I don't think that was hurt, sir. No, I know I know. Pete Davis is very upset, sir. He should
2: yeah, be. He should be. Yeah.
5: But a missing sandwich would be no big deal over there at WGST. Well, why's that, sir? What? Well, your station's been eating their lunch for years, <laughs> right? <laughs> Every station in Atlanta's been eating their lunch pretty much since they kind of traded in Rush Limbaugh for Spanish sports. How did that work out, That didn't sir? work out that well, I uh, don't think. <sighs> Cover me on this one, John, <laughs> boy. You know how a WGST host offers their opinion, sir? Offers their opinion? I don't know, sir. He puts his two-tenths in. <laughs> two-tenths. <to rating>. Two-tenths. <laughs> two-tenths.
2: <laughs> rating numbers you know, should go up. <laughs>
5: <laughs> A lot of my fellow police officers yes, sir. are very angry with your mayor, Kasim Reed. Yeah, should be. Yeah. Many want him to even step down step as mayor. Down. Yes, sir. Step down. Anyone who knows anything about Kasim Reed, sir, yeah. knows he isn't big on withdrawal. <laughs> the man is going to finish what he started all the way to completion, <laughs> sir. No matter what surprises might pop up later, (laughs) he's not going to withdraw. No, he's not. (laughs) Anyone who wants him to is rolling up the wrong canyon, in my opinion. Great to be on the show. Thank Lieutenant you, Colombo here. Who Let t- Pete Davis know I'm on the case and I'm keeping an eye out for his sandwich. We're looking for that sandwich. Thank you so much, Lieutenant. keeping an eye out. An eye out. He's oh, got it's one it's eye. Gone. Oh my God! <laughs> Just hoping that Vicky Locke doesn't swallow that too. Oh, oh, oh man! A very hungry girl, sir. <laughs> <laughs> With a Chinese restaurant the chopsticks caught fire.
3: ha, dog! <laughs> too much friction.
5: <laughs> See, the WGST always would put in two tenths. Two were the percentage of
2: an audience. <laughs> <Please. up. laughs> Thank you so much, Lieutenant. <laughs> we'll take it from here. <laughs> oh, mercy. Leg out. So only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067, 122. Let's get to Chris on News Radio 1067. Hey, thanks for holding, Chris. How's it going?
3: Hey, Cameron, thank you for your service to this country, brother.
5: My Uh, honor,
2: my friend. Yes, sir.
5: uh, I wanted to say that uh, these three hours when I get to listen to you guys uh, during the day is the highlight of my day. Now that being I feel being so bad dead. for you.
2: <laughs> what are you crippled and get can't work, no job, your wife left you? <laughs> Stuck in an iron lung all day or something. I mean, what the hell can this give be the highlight? Man, I'm you poor bastard. <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? but, hey.
3: Hey, uh, you talking about uh, instant highways and... Uh, yeah, exactly. Don't you think it's possible?
2: Pains? Well, think about it. What do you think? An- along in the future, what do you think? Well, I was just going to ask, man. Did you take your medication this morning? Or them, or? <laughs> <laughs> I've been feeling a little lightheaded now that you mention it. <laughs> I, I, I love
3: you guys. I Thanks, man. Up, Chris,
2: take care of yourself, my friend. Now, here, there you go. All right. Like, oh, oh, sweetness bell. Sweetness bell. All right. Hold on a second. How about how about we do this? How about we play? Or we uh, mentioned some titles. Did you hear that the first lady, the first lady uh, Michelle Obama, was reading some Dr. Seuss stories to some young children? Did you hear about that? She was reading it, and the kids were enjoying it, and she was having so much fun telling them how they should be eating carrots instead of pizza and stuff like that. Uh, and she read a couple of the th- A couple of the books were, uh, I think, they were taken the wrong way when she started reading uh, some excerpts from uh, The Cat in the Blender by Dr. Seuss. Again, that. <laughs> Horton hires a hoe, and I see these are just not really.
3: <laughs>
2: are you my proctologist again? I said the questions you don't ask the children in the fourth grade. <laughs> Ants in my pants, again. This is not. Uh, uh, who flung goo on Betty Sue? Again, this is these are inappropriate for young children. Green cheese and spam. Uh, this is not uh, Doctor Seuss's finest work. Uh, your colon can moo, can you? You know, again, these are just. <laughs> Herbert the pervert like Sherbert. Again, it's Caesar.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the flesh eating Lorax. <laughs> These are just not <laughs> I don't know. Those are just some of the
0: things
2: that the uh, first lady was reading for the thing 1067 All right, eight four 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 404 844-404-1067. four 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 oh four ten sixty seven. Eight four 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 oh four ten sixty seven. We're talking about about putty tat. Uh, he may he's now making the rounds of college campuses. And, of course, they're, they're loving it. College kids are, you know, loving having the president visit. So they're showing the video you see when you'll see it on the news tonight of cheering crowds and having a great time. It's because he's in, he's in college campuses, which is what he did every time he does a speech and wants to take it on the road to get people who love him or will at least appreciate him as opposed to the people who realize that he's been a failure in this country for six years. But anyway, and he pulled a stunt during the uh, State of the Union address. Did you hear about this? He, he was talking about uh, Rebecca and Ben, how their story of how they had to suffer and they couldn't get the various things. And uh, they needed their middle class. They needed some help and support. They're typical average middle class Americans that he's pointed, pointed out. And, and this was part of the uh, president's soundbite uh, talking at the State of the Union address about his friends here.
4: We are a strong, tight-knit family who has made it through some very, very hard times. America, Rebecca and Ben's story is our story.
2: Well, Rebecca is a a former big-time Charlie campaign worker for the Democratic Uh, uh, Party, uh, which I would submit is hardly a a representation of your average middle-class working American. She's a campaign worker. What did I say? Representation? Reprehensibility-tation of... (laughs) (laughs) You just accused late in my manhood, (laughs) mister... Anyway, they're not an average couple of Merrick, and plus he uses her all the time. He does this all the time with this woman. He says, in the crowd, this isn't a perfect example. It's not a perfect example of anything except one of his hangers on doing his bidding for him so he can prove that he's a great guy. I mean, it just never stops. Never stops. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, it's only the Kimmer uh, 844-404-1067. There's a video to look out, a great white shark. Off the coast of Florida in the Gulf of Mexico, rams a fisherman charter boat three times trying to knock it out of the water. He grabbed onto the the trolling motor and put the whole motor in the shark's mouth and tried to shake the boat over. Three times it attacked him. And they made it back. They didn't get eaten. But a great white off the coast of Florida in the Gulf of Mexico? Wow. See, 127 with the Kimmer. Look out. There we go.
1: You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 106.7.
5: This is John Lovitz, and this hey, portion of the Kim yeah. Peterson Show is brought to you by the PGA Tour, oh. where they want you to know yeah. that Dustin Johnson was not on cocaine, no one. Robert Allenby was abducted, yeah, abducted <laughs> yeah. and Tiger Woods was bumped by a photographer. Yeah, that's
2: it. <laughs> that's a ticket. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Thank Ollie. you so much. You know, the Robert Allenby story is getting curiouser and curiouser, by the way. This homeless woman said, no, he wasn't, you know, he, he wasn't five miles away in a trunk of a car. He was on the curb when some guys were hassling him. And she's, you know, anyway. And some, by the way, Robert Allenby's a golfer from Australia who's very well known on the PGA Tour. He was in Honolulu playing in the Hawaiian tournament. And he's. Claimed, he was at a wine bar with his buddies. And he claims he got kidnapped, thrown in the trunk of a car, beat up, and robbed. And as it turns out, he did get robbed they used some homeless bum used his credit card to charge twenty thousand dollars worth of stuff yeah. now first of all, how, they, apparently they caught the homeless bum inside a, a a bunch of different stores if I could only find my stupid story here uh, but what, bother, what what gets me is how in the world could a homeless guy use a credit card and buy stuff i mean don 't they check IDs every time I use a credit card they see, want to see your license. Really? They not just you don't just take a credit card from somebody and, and not don't they don't they check you when you go someplace? I have a trusting. Oh, you don't have a trusting face. <laughs> you don't have a credit card. one of the two is works for me. Uh, no, but really, I mean, I I don't know how they got away with that. I mean, uh, I don't know. Anyway, all right, this is uh, Sam Cooke. Yeah, Sam Cooke. This was the day Sam Cooke signed with RCA Records in 1960, and Sam Cooke was a huge star by 1957. Uh, which is when he started, he had hits You Send Me, Wonderful World, Chain Gang, Cupid, Bring It On Home, Another Saturday Night, sold 10 million records, Uh, uh, born in the Mississippi Delta, had a personal fortune, drove a Ferrari convertible, had a lovely wife, Barbara, in a Hollywood mansion, but he was horny. He was a skirt chaser. At age 22, he was a gospel singer, had three pregnant girlfriends when he was 22 years old, and then in 1964, he was supposed to have dinner with his producer in Hollywood at a Martoni's restaurant, Italian joint off of Sunset Boulevard. Some slinky young Asian chick caught his eye. They apparently got together, and then uh, some bad things happened. At Sam Cooke's request, the manager of the motel in South Central, where he was staying, Uh, Bertha Franklin, who had shot and killed a man six months earlier at the same place, she was a manager. She already killed one guy in her career. Uh, She made arrangements for Sam to have a local hooker named Elisa, who was 22, meet him at the motel, and she said when Sam entered the room, he was hit from behind and knocked out. The story goes that Sam Cook awoke disoriented without his clothes and belongings, so he went toward the motel office and saw through the office window the hooker and the motel manager were counting his money. So he walked in, demanded his stuff, and they didn't open the door. He banged on the door till it fell off its hinges. Uh, Cook regained himself. The hotel manager, Bertha Franklin, shot him, just like she shot the other guy six months earlier. Uh, And then they made up a story about how there was a rape and uh, somebody fled the scene. Uh, He said since the hooker stole his wallet, they had no idea who took it, and they just called it a justifiable homicide. They made up the story that he raped somebody and got shot as a result of it, and apparently it it was a crock. It wasn't until the following Monday morning a reporter found out Sam Cook was signed into the motel as himself, and he was a human being who got shot under shady circumstances, never really uh, put forth by the media.
5: Hey, boys, <laughs> look what I got here. And <laughs>
0: hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> 138
2: on News Radio 1067. It's only the camera. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. Has this happened to you? One in five Americans are in a marriage or a relationship where they have spent, at least one of the couple has spent $500 or more without telling the other one. And they say men are the worst at this. So men, one in five American men, hide spending more than $500 from their wives. It's more common than people think. There was a study by creditcards.com that showed um, one husband in Colorado racked up $82,000 in debt on five credit cards trying to save the family business and never told his wife. Well, that's one thing, but when you spend, do you spend money and are afraid to tell your wife or don't tell her? I mean, I could could see where that could happen, but $500? You say you want to buy a new driver. You're a golfer, you want to buy a new driver. You go buy a new driver, all of a sudden the wife founds out. Well, I see you spent $500, you didn't tell me. Well, yeah, sweetie, I bought a new driver, you know, because I am a go- I play golf once a week, you know, with my wife. So well, he, yeah, how many secrets do you have? If you have secrets, why would you get married? Well, no, dear, I love you so much, that's why I got married, but I just, you know, I needed a new driver, so I went ahead and bought it, I didn't think I needed to ask you if I could buy a golf club for myself. <laughs> well, so you don't need to ask me anything anymore? Well, no, I, I, I love, you know, and then why would you get married if you don't even want to talk to me? Well, no, I do love to talk to you, my sweet angel, but what I do, I, you know, I also play golf once in a while, so I like to have, you know, I spend, ow! Wow, so other words, you'd rather be with your friends on a weekend? Well, no, I, I look forward to it. But, oh, you look forward to being in a and then with your wife? Then why'd you get married? Oh, well, no, honey, what I meant was I, I want to be married to you because I love you so much. I love you a little less now than I did a minute ago, but I still love you. All right, yeah. <clears throat> so I can see how that could be an issue for some yeah, families. Oh, yeah. Never happened to me, <laughs> you know. <but laughs> I mean, I don't really know any fir- first-hand knowledge on this one. But <clears throat> apparently you cheaters are uh, keeping... And, and the other thing is that people have hidden accounts if you're a married man or woman and you have, a, you have your own personal secret checking account Uh-oh. or savings account, Uh-oh. do you have your own? And for, and for what reason? It's a little suspicious. And I'll bet you, I, I'll bet you that it's more women lately who have been uh, squirreling away their own private stuff for fear that they're, you know, their husband's going to dump them for a younger model and yeah. they'll be out in the cold. And by the way, I don't blame you for that, but I, you, know, you ought to make it, make it up front. Just say, listen, I don't trust you, so I want to make sure I have my own money. Because you know? <laughs> we know you don't trust men. Because, you know, Men aren't trustworthy because no. you made us that way. <laughs> well, no, you, you, you're right. <laughs> it's true. <Yeah. laughs> it's true. You can't trust us because you don't trust us, and you made us the way that you don't trust us. Because you don't let us be men anymore. We're not yeah. men. we men. We're not men. Are we diva? We're men. No, no, it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> we're not men. I'm not. A, are you a man? I'm not a man. Used to be a man. Oh, by the way, you know the I'm we were. Not a man. <laughs> we were making some jokes about Ken, uh, Kennesaw State uh, pay, having Angela Davis, the former uh, one of the top NBA, FBI's most wanted list people, was on the ticket. Uh, a Communist Party lady and uh, the, who was involved with you know murders and blowing up things, stuff like that, back in the 60s. Angela Davis got paid $20,000 to deliver her speech at Kennesaw State. $20,000. The money did not come from the KSU operating budget. It came from student fees, which are mandatory. So the students, whether they like it or not, had to chip in to hear Angela Davis. Uh, now, here's what gets me. There's a woman named Shakisa McLaurin, president of the African-American Student Alliance, who organized the Martin Luther King Day event. They put in their request for a budget for fiscal 2015 to host an annual MLK Jr. celebration. So the people who put the money in didn't know that Angela Davis was going to be part of it. But here's what this girl said about about the event with Angela Davis. Quote, for my organization to bring a speaker that could move the <laughs> a speaker that could move the community in a way where over eight hundred people would come, I'm honestly humbled and honored to have had the opportunity to choose someone that so many people wanted to hear from. A speaker that could move the community in a way where over eight hundred people would come. So she's proud of the fact that eight hundred college kids wanted to hear Angela Davis and it moved the community? I don't think that's moved the community.
4: What's her name? How old is she? Her
2: name is Shakisha McLaurin, and uh, S-H-E-K-E-S-A. McLaurin, M-C-L-A-U-R-I-N, president of the African American Student Alliance.
4: Nice Jewish girl. (laughs) Apparently.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And she's thrilled that 800 people got to hear Angela Davis for $20,000 and how it brought the community so much closer together. It was so important. Okay, 142. Oh, look out, it's only the camera. How about a little, uh... raisin, Yeah, a little raisin. raisin <laughs> Jackie, Maggie. Ray-
0: the camera now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 106.7.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: this is jimmy swagger hey, jimmy. and this portion of the kim peterson show yes. is brought to you by cheshire bridge road oh, all right, all right. i love it or else can you see a good movie for a quarter <laughs> and now here's your host the kibber
2: look out 148, and it's only me, it's only the Kimmer. <laughs> News Radio 106.7, how's it going? Here's that number, 1-8, uh, no, I'm sorry, 844-1067. 844-404-1067. Billy Idol had to miss the first two dates of his own new tour. Billy Idol apparently is suffering from a pesky chest infection and is under doctor's orders to knock it off for a while. He was supposed to open last night in New Orleans and tonight in Atlanta, but he'll have to make up the dates. Uh, He should be good to go for Saturday in Philadelphia, but he's uh, canceled his Atlanta show and missed New Orleans last night. Billy Idol is sick. There you go. All right, let's see. A birthday of note here, maybe. Um, uh, Diane Lane, the uh, actress who was in... Uh, Diane Lane is 50 today. She is a beautiful woman. She, she's what I would call a handsome woman. You know, I mean, she, she's just a very a good-looking woman, very handsome woman, terrible actress, horrible actress. Oh, God. Oh, horrible. And, and Secretariat, I mean, oh, or anything she's been in. She's just terrible, but she's pretty to look at. <laughs> anyway, she's 50 today, Diane Lane, and... Um, Let's see, Phoebe Stroll from Glee is 22. And uh, the actress Piper Laurie, you may know that name. You may not have recognized her. Piper Laurie is 83 today. I think she was back in, like, Hitchcock days of doing things. So it was back in the 50s movies. Anyway, it's only me. It's on the camera, 149 on News radio 1067, 844 404 106-7, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. have a News Megaline coming up here in just one moment. We'll talk some more about the Ferguson business. And you know that the FBI could not find any violations of civil rights or human rights. The Justice Department will not be able to charge any kind of an offense and a federal charge against Officer Wilson in Ferguson, Missouri, because he didn't break any rules in Ferguson, Missouri, and he was forced out of office. Now, how is he going to get his reputation back? What's he supposed to do? The local government, the federal government, police, investigators, FBI agents have all come to the same conclusion... That hands up, don't shoot was a crock. It was a lie. Never happened. Never happened. It was justifiable. Nobody's rights were violated. And yet, Officer Wilson was forced to resign in disgrace. And how's he going? Where's he going to get a job? Um, well, maybe now. Maybe someone will say, "Hey, listen. You know, you were you. You know, you did the right thing." You didn't do anything wrong, even the federal government, even Eric. Do you know Eric Holder's got to be going nuts that he couldn't find any civil rights violations against Officer Wilson? I mean, he's got to be going crazy. Anyway, coming up, we'll talk some more about that here. Reaction from the merchants and what they want to do. Also, after 2 o'clock, holy crap, it's sports with Pete. And after 2, I'll give away the two tickets to go see Train in June at Lakewood after the 2 o'clock news, 844-404-1067. Hey, there's a the newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon, Kim. Thanks for finally picking up you. Know I mean? <laughs> Sorry.
5: Brent <laughs> the truck driver not... was busy, so they gave me his time slot. But you know? <laughs> you're...
2: Well, you're not doing anything lately, Jay. I don't <laughs> yes. know. <I> just...
5: <laughs> Rent the truck driver busy. Here's two words you never hear together. Boom. <laughs> you know what Charles Manson, Scott Peterson, and Sirhan Sirhan and Kevin Common? No, I don't, sir. They're all scheduled to speak next month out at Kennesaw State. So. <laughs> you know that Kennesaw State serial killer speaker booker, uh and Lauren Yeah. yeah Shakisha's responding to the pressure, so she's going to try to, you know, make smooth things over by bringing in an American sniper. <laughs> Not from the military. She's bringing in Lee Boy Malvo from, <laughs> uh, and so, you know, yeah, the, yeah, the Washington Sniper, Sniper heroes, <laughs> in the
2: words of Oh man, yeah, heroes.
5: Special <laughs> appearance by Chief Charles Moose. Remember him? Who oh, refused to raise a profile to D.D. the allowing next to nine people to die, man. <laughs> Whoa, Chief Moose. <laughs> Washington D.C. Snipe- yeah, Chief Moose stopped calling in because he couldn't compete with Herman Cain on the Ebonics, You know, he was actually easier to understand.
2: chucky Monkey, <laughs> chucky
5: Monkey. <laughs> Looking for a girl Friday a couple more for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> John, John Bernard, give the guy credit, finally, did it end around the Obama administration. They're furious, yeah, Kimmer.
2: Furious, yeah.
5: State support. State Department Valley Girl spokesperson <laughs> Marie Harp said, quote, Oh, my God, Benjamin Netanyahu got me with a spoon. I'm so
3: sure. <laughs>
5: <I just laughs> what the hell did they find her for
2: For a bucket of water. Oh, there's
5: the anniversary of the birth of actor Bill Bixby, my favorite, Martian oh, the Incredible yeah? Hulk, who yeah. died tragically at the yeah. young age of 58. Yeah. You know, Bixby's wife and family, Kimma, it was justifiably grief-stricken yeah. that his prostate cancer was detected too late to save him. You know, as opposed to the Kimba's wife and family who were really pissed. The doctor caught it too early, and they were able to save him.
2: Dan, we tried everything. He's fine. <laughs> right. Kimba's final wife said, "Why don't
5: you mind your business
2: Mr. Helper? Yeah, let you go to the Ready doctor to for us. Up all my plans, get you know? canceled my appointments. I don't know. I hey, you know
5: difference between Bill Belichick and Barry Bonds. No, I don't, sir. I. Uh... Well, with Barry Bonds, deflated balls was a side effect
3: of the cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Great to be here. It wasn't in the, the
2: cause. It was more of the, <laughs> yeah, it was the side effect of the cheating. Thank yeah, you, thank Jay. You
4: Always an honor to have you aboard, sir.
5: I, I repeat it in case Steve McCoy's listening. Know, t- might have...
4: <laughs> Talk slowly. <laughs> maybe we could replay it by Mike Lukavich, Maybe. <laughs>
2: thank you, Jay. Look out! It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067 154. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. And more news lines coming up after 2 o'clock. Sponsored by the Siding doctor? doctor. Doctor. I didn't get a doctor out of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Uh, Jim has a little update for us to some guy on uh, News Radio 1067 with the Kimmer. Hello, Jim. What's going on?
5: Well, hey, Cameron, nice to hear you. Thank uh,
2: you. Piper Laurie played the the crazy mom on Carrie, the first one. Oh God, with with, uh, with, uh, with, with sissy Spacek. sissy spacek uh, Carrie, where she uh, uh, they picked on her in school, and then she uh, yes, she, she set them all on fire. Was that the one? Yeah,
5: that's fire. the one. The great, the great opening uh, scene where they're all in the shower and. Uh, well, it's just uh, it's just thrilling American cinema
2: sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I now what that one's what 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 were they picking on her for? I don't remember. The, the, it was a uh,
5: meanness. Uh, she just was, being mean. She was shy. She was having her first period. Didn't know what was happening. The mom thought she was. Uh, just a center from the get go. Yeah. Now is that the one where she's
2: standing on stage and they dump a bucket of water on her or something? Yeah, blood.
3: John Travolta. John Travolta no,
2: less. Oh my! Left, uh, and then and so on. and then and she what set it on fire or she made it explode or I forgot. Yeah, what, she, didn't well, she set it, set it, on, it on fire? fire.
5: She said, you know, look at something and get all.
2: And now it's uh, like uh, know, who, the, the little twelve-year-old uh, hooker fire. from uh, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore was and fire starter, which is the same basic thing. She was a little girl who could start fires on her own, and they she used her for it. whatever.
5: Yeah, yeah same, same idea, different
2: thing. Cool. All right, well, thanks, Jim. I appreciate it. There you All go. Right. All right. Well, now we have a little Piper Laurie up. Cook could, it could come up. It could happen. Could be an issue. <laughs> We're still trying to figure out who stole Pete's lunch.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, this is appalling. Tiffany.
4: Tiffany.
2: I can't believe that. Uh, yeah, but Pete put a sandwich in a paper bag, and it said "boar's head on it, and that was the mistake. Someone, and he came in to get his lunch, and son of a gun, somebody had taken it.
4: Now, Joe sent on Facebook or email said they did the old trick of putting the old X-Lax in the devil's yeah, food cake. right. And that worked.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> well yeah, we've heard from people who called and said somebody used to steal their drinks, so they filled up their drinks with something other than what the drink was originally made you of know, and put it back in there. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I encourage that. If someone's stealing your food, I say you put all kinds of disease stuff in there, germs, uh, hideous, uh, you know, like bodily things, stuff like that. And put it, in, put it in the sandwich. Wipe the bread, you know, underarm or whatever, and then put it in there. And let somebody steal it, and eat it, and then, and then a few mm-hmm. days later, put a sign in there and tells them what you did. Want
4: to hear an explanation as to why I'm the way I am? Why are you the way you are, Pete? My aunt thought it was funny when I was about six or seven years old to give me a candy bar, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a candy bar; it was x like Oh, your aunt thought that was yeah, funny? She thought that was funny. Did you uh, show her how funny it was on her living room floor
2: <laughs> by chance? <laughs> that would have been. Hey, hey, Auntie Betty, what's all this over your walls? I don't know. <laughs> 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 One, I mean... <laughs> 157. On, yeah, bon appetit. 157 on News Radio
1: 1067. Here we go. You are listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. <laughs>
0: Kimmer has been called two-faced. I'm going to start writing that's stuff down. If you'd think he'd have one of them pretty. And now, wait a Kimmer minute. Kimmer Show on News Radio 106.7. Hold on a second. Seven. Hold on a second.
3: Uh, <laughs> Look, ahead, <huh?
2: laughs> Look out! Hair, hell, hair, hell true, hell. Let's get it together, ladies. Left shoulder, right of leg. Ready on your dog, target. Fire, 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 road guard's out, (laughs) look out, it's only me, it's only the kipper, never fear. 205 and you are on News Radio 1067. Here's that number. Going to give away those tickets to go see Train, June 5th at Narron's Amphitheater, Lakewood. Two tickets, Train, June 5th at Lakewood. And I got your number right here, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Who wants them, we'll give them away here in just a minute. All right, it's only me, it's only the Kimber. Uh, I mentioned a couple of birthdays of note include uh, actor John Hurt, 75 years old, from that famous... Uh, Movie and the Big Chill, uh, a Vietnam veteran guy came back uh, no, and all the hippie movies and no. all the John Hurt. He was also in uh, the famous one about uh, Too Big to Fail. Uh, he was in uh, the Flight of the Can, Vampire Woman or he whatever was it was. In none of those movies. He wasn't. In, wait, John Hurt, the actor, William. seventy-five. What? Huh?
4: William Hurt.
2: Wait, what? It's John Hurt. William. Well, he changed his name to John. Oh. Hurt. <laughs> <laughs> also, an historical note here. Well, give me those tickets in just a second. Historical note. Actor Telly Savalas died in 1994 on this day, which was one day after he turned 70. Telly Savalas, uh, who won't remember Kojak, the TV show? If you don't know what that is, you should Google it. Uh, He's famous for this. Who loves you, baby? <laughs> yeah, And he sucked the lollipop. He had a Tootsie Roll pop. Telly Savalas, bald headed guy. He was in uh, the the uh, Dirty Dozen. He was one. He was the, yeah. one of the psycho killers. They hated women. Cur- women killer in Dirty Dozen with Jim Brown and all those guys. Anyway, I got so me And uh, Lee Kinky. Marvin. <laughs> Two hundred seven. All right, let's give <laughs> let's give away these tickets. 404 1067 Pete, uh, pick a number and we'll uh, we'll just uh, put them on the air radio and see who wants the tickets to go see training All right, where you go? Hi, it's a camera. Who's this, please? Gino. Gino, how's it going, buddy? I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. You want to go see Train June 5th at uh, Lakewood Amphitheater? Yes, I do. Excellent. Well, I'll put you on hold, Gino. Congratulations. And that was easy. There you go. We'll give him those tickets, and uh, we'll give him some
4: probably tomorrow. No, Train's big in the uh, pizza industry, I guess.
2: Yeah, well, it's uh, Gino's Pizza. No, I don't (laughs) think it's Gino's Pizza. He may be Gino's Pizza. Uh, I I didn't ask him. I should have asked him when I had him on the line. But we'll find out. All right, So William Hurd and John Hurd are not the no, uh, no, same guy. No. Uh, and by, you never found your lunch. Somebody stole Pete's sandwich. He put it in a paper bag, put it in the refrigerator here in the break room here at work. And son of a gun. I mean, I didn't think that still
4: happened. Somebody stole your lunch. I mean, I, that's just <coughs> the lowest. And the funny thing, we joked about it. When I walked out, I'm going to yeah. see if someone stole my lunch. Yeah. And they did. And they did steal it. If we were
2: oh. kidding. We were just teasing, fooling around. Who would steal somebody's sandwich? Are you that cheap? I mean, are you that much of a what? I mean, uh, how, what a lousy thing to do. Stealing somebody's lunch, for God's sake. They work here. People have jobs. They make money. You can't afford a sandwich? You can't make a peanut butter sandwich at home and put it in your pocket? God, man. Well, we'll get them back. We'll put, put some fake sandwiches in there for a while see what happens. See yeah, you like that. How about a news break line? See you in case you miss it. Good afternoon. Hello, who is this? Hey, it's Charlton Heston, Mr. Heston. Hey, look, look, I, look,
5: sir. You know that Kim Penish, and you can't get anything about him by him. He's a movie buff. He knows his actors, boy. He does. Oh, he loved that John Hurt in <laughs> Kiss of the Spider Woman. Uh, he thought John Hurt was great in Broadcast News, <laughs> and he really admired John Hurt's performance in that movie they did about the Reverend Earl Paulk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: what is that? Children of a Lesser Charge. <laughs> is that not the name think, of it? Uh, I think no. I might have gotten that part wrong too, sir. I'm <laughs> not sure. Yeah, the
5: Kimmer has his own movie site. It's called K I M B D. K I M B D. Right. It lists the star of On the Waterfront and The Godfather is Marlon Perkins. I mean, this man—he knows his movies. <laughs> By the way, you probably didn't hear this. There's a white Christ van in the parking lot with a door wide open. Door open, yeah. <laughs> when, when did the Bachelorette start offering curbs? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, legal advice. Legal advice from you a know, curb. What did you think I meant? You know? I can't imagine, sir. <laughs> I wonder what a John Hurt would say about that. I don't know. You and Pete Davis need to settle down and just, yes. just
2: take it easy. Yeah, take it easy, really. Cumulus
5: management has yeah. vowed. To get to the bottom of this godforsaken sandwich set, <laughs> the minute they figure out who the hell Pete Davis is and <laughs> what's he doing he, here, who he works for, <laughs> <laughs> who show is he on, <laughs> <laughs> Stop in the We're cutting a whole batch of Michael Graham promos. Damn you, Harry. Aden. Get the hell out of this studio. Yeah. <laughs> for people who host shows. <laughs> who have work to do. That's right. Hey, <laughs> Mr. Heston, did you hear
0: Anderson
2: Cooper's going to be hosting a game show? A game show on CNN? Game show. Yeah, they're calling it Queen for a Day. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> With Anderson Cooper's Maybe they should call it I've got a secret.
2: <laughs> Enter and sign in, please. <laughs>
3: I've got a secret. Shh.
5: <laughs> well you know they could call it you bet your life if you see some of the Endo! places. No! <laughs> <laughs> At night. On, on Times Square, but you know, we don't want to get too specific.
2: Too specific the details. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Mr. Eston. It's only the Kimmer, News Radio 1067. Coming up, you'll hear from a police chief, a sheriff, rather, who says uh, a lot of people owe a lot of police officers an apology. You'll also hear from a little boy who got his first kiss. And more newsmaker lines coming up, sponsored by The Siding Doctor. Siding Doctor 212, uh, News Radio 1067. Ready, Master Control?
0: Ready, switch on. The Kimmer now, and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 106.7. Here we go. I say, I say, son, <laughs> yes. this is
5: Foghorn Leghorn, Fago. and this portion of the Kim Peterson show yes, is brought to you by Tiger Woods. Oh. If you ask me, he's lying through his tooth. I said, he's lying through <laughs> his one tooth, son, it's a
2: joke. And now here's your host, <laughs> Kim Peterson. the underhanded boy. Thank you so much. Look out, it's only the cover, two eighteen on News Radio 1067. Yes. I say the New England Patriots should be kicked out of the Super Bowl. The coach should be suspended for a full year, including
4: in two weeks for the game. But first, holy crap it's spores and Pete Davis. Uh, your first place is streaking Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. Tied the franchise record their fourteenth straight victory wow. last night, spanking huh? Indiana in Phillips Arena. How well are they playing? Even Cal Corver, known for the three-pointers, dunked the ball on the Pacers. What the <laughs> I can't believe the it. The big white guy dunked the ball. Gee, You should willikers. have seen the look on the other players' faces. Yeah, oh, Wait, huh? He was smiling. <laughs> it's just the 16th time in his career that he's really? dunked. He's no 34 kidding. years old. Holy. Uh, the win means Coach Mike Budenhauser will be the Eastern Conference coach for the All-Star game. Sway deserves it. Yeah, not since 94 and Lenny Wilkins had that honor. And by the way, 94 is last time they won, 14 in a row. So they're going yeah. for the all-time record. Well, that was uh, in the, in the that, it was Dominique yeah. and the boys in '94. Dominique, Stacy Ogman, and yeah, yeah. By the way, Ti says he's not going to try and buy the team. So really, no. Team. no team. Well, he says it's just
2: too much money. And still for, and I, I, didn't it just get uh, praised at eight hundred million dollars? Just under a billion. Over just under a billion dollars. Over wow. Yeah. New England the coach
4: Hawks. Bill Belichick held a news conference this well, morning. Well,
2: one of the re- I'm sorry to interrupt, but one of the reasons John Boy is surprised that the Hawks are valued at almost a billion dollars. One of the reasons is again because of the side pieces. I mean, the NBA. All the NBA players love Atlanta because they can hide their side pieces here. So when they come in to play, their girlfriends are hot side pieces. So when they come in to play the hawks, their side pieces are here, ready and waiting for them. So they don't want, you know, they want Atlanta to be taken care of. So you know, uh, that's number you one.
3: You know, sometimes when I think you're the
1: shallowest man I've ever met, you somehow manage to drain a little more out of the pool.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and now more with Pete was, Davis. Uh, Belichick talked this morning. Says he's uh, shocked, shocked. I shocked! Say. I can't believe there's gambling in this establishment, <laughs> and he never slices. Gambling
2: is illegal, Pushpa
4: sir, and I never slice. Okay, you can hold me.
2: <laughs> it! Okay, you can it. I owe you
4: nothing. Keep it hey, fair. Whitey. Keep it fair. But John Madden and Troy Eggman have both said that Tom Brady had to know the balls were deflated. Well, he probably the did it. Belichick says, don't look at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he said, exactly. Pop-Tarts. <laughs> his big boy. <laughs> Raisin toast. <laughs> uh, Wankel rotary engine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, now, really, I'll, I'll bet you that Tom Brady, now he may not have wanted to be a cheater, but I'll bet she said to the ball boy, oh, boy, it's so wet and cold. You know, if those are a little softer, it would be a lot easier to throw. Something like that, maybe. Well,
4: it's interesting you bring that up. And I'll bet the ball boy and the, and the quarterbacks all have a thing anyway where they, they all know what a quarterback oh. likes to throw, oh, right? Yeah. Former Tampa Bay quarterback Brad Johnson, who led them to a Super Bowl win over Oakland, That's right. paid two ball boys 7500 bucks to make sure the footballs were scuffed and broken in before the game. Wow. And now, would that about be illegal, though, scuffing well, up a ball? Well, it's not supposed to be. Doesn't, I think but...
2: the, the standard is, is weight. And pressure pounds per mm. square inch. Yeah, and I mean the length and size obviously, but this weight and pounds per square inch. So scuffing it, I don't know whether that's any little thing. Well, or not. Johnson altering says, the
4: balls, it, it, altering against the balls. The rules. You're not supposed to do it. Yeah. He, he told the story three years ago. No one cared. Yeah. Now, wow. Uh, what do you get when you fall in love? Well, Herpes? According to Burt Bacharach, you get enough germs to catch pneumonia. <laughs> oh, sorry. But what do you get when you take your team to the prestigious Belk Bowl? Belk Bowl. Well, if you're Georgia coach Mark Richt, you get a two-year contract extension. It'll pay him through the 2019 season $800,000 raise. Raise of
2: 800000 Not a salary of eight hundred. A raise of eight hundred thousand for
4: winning the Belk Bowl. Well, there you go. That's like you and me getting a raise just for turning on the microphone. <laughs> well,
2: look at how how much they creamed at Georgia Tech. Oh, sorry, oh, no, that's oh, right. No, I no, forgot. No, no. <coughs> no,
4: that was a wrong oh, headline there. Uh, uh, <laughs> the national costume round of the Miss Universe pageant went down last night. The contestants basically dress up as stereotypes of their home countries. Miss France wore a beret. All right. Well, and, and then she surrendered. And she, other
2: than that, she was naked and had hair all over Miss her. Miss
4: Great Britain dressed up like the Queen's <laughs> Guard, grew. which looks like a dominatrix outfit. Yeah. And like you said, Bee Miss feeders. Poland showed up naked. Well, there you are. <laughs> she, she misses the point. but <laughs> Somebody Miss, told
2: her she had clothes on. She said, oh, yeah, probably true.
4: So Miss Canada, what do you think Miss Canada dressed as? Miss Canada
2: dressed as, uh, Miss Canada would have dressed as a hockey stick? Or?
4: She had hockey sticks for wings, hockey net around her crotch, hockey shoulder pads, hockey skates, working hockey scoreboard attached to her back, and a Stanley Cup headpiece. Now, wait a minute. This is not
2: real. You're That's making real. this up. real. I'll
4: show you a photo of it.
2: I, 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 now, I've never seen this event at a Miss Universe pageant. I, I, they, they dress up for... That can't... What, did they have the Dutch girl dressed like a windmill? I I'm mean, sure.
4: I, I'm sure they did. I've
2: never... I can't believe now, it.
4: Now, she was going to do the other classic Canadian outfit. You know, Which uh, you the me? Canadian tuxedo. Canadian tuxedo. Jeans with jean shirt and jean jacket. (laughs) And white socks. (laughs) Uh, Former Alabama Chargers player DJ Fluker says he once ate 65 Chick-fil-A nuggets in one city. He ate 65 Chick-fil-A nuggets. (laughs) But he lost to the guy who ate 80. Holy moly. 80. One you city. couldn't fit them in your stomach. I know. Finally, uh, Hawkeye center Adam Woodbury is a big fan of the Three Stooges. Oh, yeah? TV cameras caught Woodbury poking Wisconsin big men Nigel Hayes and Frank Kaminsky in the eyes while guarding them during the Badgers throttling whoop of the Hawkeyes. <laughs> ESPN's Dan Dakin's tore into Woodbury, describing his actions as cowardly and gutless. On the second one, Woodbury reaches out with his right hand, rubs the top of Kaminsky's head as though he's measuring the target. Oh my <laughs> God! <laughs> this but, is where now? This is uh, he plays for Iowa. Yeah, Iowa and Wisconsin when they were playing each other. So he's a Hawkeye. Holy Hawk guy. smokes! Woodbury says, "Lay off of him." Quiet, numbskulls! I'm broadcasting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pete. You're Holy crap! It's sports, all right. Two twenty-four. Slightly. Uh, Pick any toe.
3: (laughs) Hey, Mo! (laughs) (laughs) 224,
2: it's only me, it's only the camera. I have more news regular nights coming up between now and 3 on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. All right, now, wait a minute. Oh, my God, that's the hockey stick the girl. Yeah. Oh, my God, she looks like an idiot. She's got (laughs) 10 hockey sticks like a fan behind her on her shoulders, and what's that... What, what's the controlled. cleavage thing? What, she got enormous. Marzullo um, got like a wand. Yeah, I was just
4: pointing her at her breath. I was I'm just going to say,
2: <laughs> mountains high, valleys low. I don't know. Anyway, 224. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the phones. Here's Slick on News Radio 106.7 with a camera. Hello, Slick. How's it going?
5: Hey, how's, how's it going? Hey, I got a story about how I broke a guy stealing my sandwiches at, at my job. Yeah. About 25 years ago. Uh-huh. We had a split, sh- a split lunch, 1130 to 12 and 12. 30 I was on the second one and oh. so I knew it was somebody on the first one yeah so this went on about three weeks anyway I made a bologna cheese mayonnaise and not really mayonnaise sandwich okay and oh. and, <laughs> and put it in the uh, refrigerator and the day I put it in there it was still there nobody touched it the next day the sandwich was gone so the next morning I put a note on the memo board in the break room that said to whom this may concern, hope you really enjoyed the bologna, cheese, yeah. and
4: cheese I mean,
2: no, uh, so Enjoy the particular uh, sandwich of undescribable uh, nutritiousness. Uh, yeah. oh. <laughs> well, it's the only way to solve it. I know. It's the only way to do it unless you catch them and you know put a camera at there or
4: something. But you could put arsenic in it. And just, you could put arsenic oh, and then when oh, they oh, drop oh, dead, oh, yeah. Then you'll yeah,
2: know. Absolutely. You know, a little cyanide or something, that'd probably solve it. <laughs> Boy, there's a great idea, isn't it? <laughs> now, can they say we were uh, uh, suggesting that or can we just say that we are not really suggesting that we're just
4: I'm asking
2: for we're it. asking for suggestions, <laughs> and that could be it. Anyway, stop stealing Pete's food. I mean yeah. just don't think that's just as low as it gets. All right, anyway, it's on the Kimmer, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. Uh, Oh, I got a very nice letter. I got a book today. People send me stuff. I got a book today, and it says, Hello from your old golf club at Georgia, Golf Buddy, and closes my third book, a teaching memoir, and it's from Todd Centell, who is a, uh, a, long, a well-known local golfer guy who works at Golf Club of Georgia in various places, and he's also an author, and he sent me this book. Uh, and he said, if you want to talk about edumacation on the radio, let me know. Todd Centel. Well, Todd, thanks, man. I appreciate Aww. it. We'll put that in the prize closet. And uh, we'll have a little prize for you. There you go. All right, t- uh, 227. More news headlines coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. In your calls and the issues, you'll hear from a sheriff who's sick and tired of these deadbeat losers complaining of hands up, don't shoot, when it never happened. Even the FBI, the federal government now says it never happened. There were no civil rights violations. So, what are you going to do to make it up to that cop, Officer Wilson? 227 with a Kimmer.
1: You're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to three on News Radio 1067.
2: Hi, this
5: is Casey Casey. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yes, is brought to you by the Cosby Kroger, oh, where we give the phrase <laughs> big grab the whole new <laughs> <laughs> meaning. You see. <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Peterson. Bill pudding Pops. <laughs>
2: Look out. Here we go.
3: Every day. Yes. It's getting
5: closer.
2: 234, and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. Every day. Buddy Holly made his last recording in New York City be on be this so day so in 1959 long and long died in the plane day. crash. The next month, Come with, uh, and who was in the Buddy Holly plane crash? Little Richard and... Uh, no, the Big Bopper. Big Bopper and uh, the uh, uh, the Spanish guy. Richie Valens. Richie Valens, who's, uh, yeah, uh, hey, La Bamba or uh, La, La Waylon La Bamba. Jennings was not. Because Waylon Jennings was not in there. Because, he, yeah, Waylon Jennings was supposed to be on the plane, but he had a fight. And is this a story, or was that the Rick Nelson plane? I think it was Rick. One Nelson. of them. There was a guy who got who was kicked off the plane because he was drunk or he showed up late. Wayland, and said he's not think, going. And He said, "Screw you! I hope
4: you crash." They and they did. The coin. I think they flipped a the coin. Yeah, one, it was uh, some it freak. Waylon said, "Yeah, I, I hope out, you crash." Hope, yeah, something like that. Yeah,
2: because they kicked him off the plane. Hangman's got the update. They here. flipped a coin. Yeah, Waylon that's what thought it was. And, and yeah, Wayland Jennings says, I hope you freeze. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'll oh. do it all right. Anyway, it's 1959, Buddy Holly. Adios, my friend. 235 on uh, News Radio 106. I got a newsbreaker line expunged by the sighting doctor, doctor. In just a second. Here's Rick, though, on News Radio 106.7. Hello, Rick. Welcome. What's up?
5: Hey, how's it going, Cameron? Good. How's it coming back? <laughs> uh, listen, <laughs> good. And hey, listen, I just wanted to, on the sandwich thing, Yeah, eat sandwich. Yeah. I, I worked, it's uh, been. Probably twenty years ago, I worked at a place, and you know, several people's things would get missing out of there. Yeah. And I had a couple of sandwiches missing, and I had and I would bring peanut butter sandwiches, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, yeah. and they got missing. And long story short, uh, I took one in one day, and I had dogs. Oh, well, and, well, uh, we don't
2: need to know uh, any more oh, specifics. Said, but uh, uh, and did it work? Did, did someone say anything or anything happen? Uh, there was one
5: guy that would walk around just looking at, at the people he thought it might be for several
3: days with a bad look.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it serves him right. Honestly, if you steal someone's lunch, you are, you are lower than dirt. I mean, you're just a slob. You're just a slime bag. I mean, really, I, there's no other way to say it. If you're, if you're that cheap or lazy... That you can't take care of when you're working. I mean, if you're a hobo and you steal somebody's lunch you left on a park bench, you know, that's a that's whole different thing. If you're in, going into a refrigerator at work and stealing someone else's lunch, I mean, come on. Look at me. I'm wasting away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 236. <laughs> How about a news break? Line? i see on there. Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon. Oh, everybody. golly. No, I wonder who this is. I this never... is
3: the revenue Al <laughs> shopped a <laughs> from MSNBC <laughs> Eat me a big old blue pie. <laughs>
5: You know it takes a big man to admit where he is wrong, Kemal. Uh, really, you're
2: admitting you're and I wrong. I am not that man. <laughs> I'm not, I was going to say. <laughs> Wait a minute! This isn't Al Sharpton. It's, I think this is well, Ronald Reagan. You I... tricked
5: me again, Ronald Reagan. Well, his life. You know, oxygen. you make a great point. Huh? <laughs> yes, really. I guess Al Sharpton owes. Officer Darren Wilson, an apology. An apology, yes, sir. I also owe the IRS, the mother of nine children, five crack dealers, and the mayor's department of Value City. So <laughs> Officer Wilson gonna have to take a number, man. <laughs> you know, a lot of people. <laughs> I love that purple suit he oh, bought man. at Vernon Jones's
2: garage sale.
4: Got <laughs> the matching shoes. I hear I'm about
2: this crazy time. <laughs>
5: Well, yes, you know, sir. Al Sharpton may be slow on the take yeah. there, but Jesse oh. Jackson, the Reverend Jesse Jackson, yeah, really. yeah. has promised this morning that he's had a change of heart and he's going to deliver a public apology to Officer Darren
2: Wilson. Really? I can't believe it. That's
5: crazy. Yeah, right after I pay my child support to file my tax return and apply for a job. <laughs> oh, well, so I guess we shouldn't be holding our breath. A hundred people Tom five minutes. Show me things that'll never happen. <laughs> Show me a Kimmer promo! <laughs> well, you know, I never thought I'd be the last guy in the world to defend your Muslim mayor, Kasim Reed, but I think you and your listeners are being too hard on the man. Uh, hard on the man? Well, what do you mean? Well, sir? how can you call him totally anti-Christian, Kimmer? Well, I... Well, for one thing, he obviously doesn't practice birth control. I mean, oh, <laughs> the Catholics have to love that about Kasim that Reed, is- right? I mean... Sure, he might skip that pesky marriage part, but he tries.
2: Damn paperwork. (laughs) That's right, yes. Piece of paper.
5: What's all this talk about uh, a Kroger shoplifting out of Gwinnett County? Yeah, some kind of a thing. Oh, wait a minute. It wasn't snatch and grab. I'm (laughs) sorry. I'm sorry, I was was busy looking up John Hurt movies.
2: Um, So I William Hurt, John Hurt. What's (laughs) the
5: difference? He was great in Kiss of a Spider Woman, I can tell you that right now.
2: Hurt this, hurt that, I don't know. Great to be on the (laughs) show. Thank you so much, Senator Reagan. Oh, my goodness. Look out! 239, and it's only me. It's only the Kemmer News Radio 1067. Here's the number 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. Something's going on in Yemen. The uh, president's resigned, and uh, I think the bloodshed is over, but there's been a change in government or leadership, or it's happening now. But again, I'm not sure who's in, I, I guess, is it the pro-Iranian group now, with <laughs> rebels in charge of Yemen, or maybe? Shiite. And the problem is that, you know, Yemen, it's, this, this country is one of the worst training grounds for terrorists in the world, and yet their, their former government uh, up until today was actually sort of helping America, trying to track down some terrorists. I mean, it's really a strange situation. Now, what's going to happen now, I don't know. I'll definitely be watching the news tonight to find out what the experts think about it. I don't know what to think now. I mean, I don't, I, it's just, you know, more turmoil. And it's, uh, you know, it's not Lutherans. <clears throat> the FBI finished its probe on Ferguson and the white police officer who had to shoot in self-defense when Michael Brown tried to murder him. And yes, it's true. There was no civil rights violation, just like we've been saying all along. There was no civil rights violation. Hands up, don't shoot was a lie. It was fake. It was fraud. It was not true. Hands up, don't shoot, never happened. So now who are you going to apologize to? And how, you know, in, in fact, some of the home, or some of the uh, shop owners who got wiped out, like Jan Lalani, are saying, hey, this isn't justice. From back in August, I'm pretty sure
5: a bunch of the same people were here in November. And also I believe that uh, I think that everybody should be held accountable for their actions.
2: They just released more video of the looters streaming into the into the shops they broke up. By the hundreds! I mean, all you see is one... It's, it looks like rats in a maze. It's unbelievable. Stealing stuff. We're, we're ripping up their own town for nothing. Because a gangbanger, gangster, tried to kill a cop. There was no hands up, don't shoot. And Mayor Kasim Reed, how embarrassed are you now, you loser? You should resign from office. You should apologize to the Atlanta Police Department... And all police departments who saw the picture of you with your gangbanger buddies, hands up, don't shoot, mobster, freaking gangster, rap, NBA stars, I can't breath. You know, hands up, don't shoot my ass. It never happened. You owe us a freaking apology, man. Oh, it's an apology. In fact, here's what uh, Sheriff David Clark in Wisconsin says about Al Sharpton. I don't expect anything intelligent to come out of the mouth of Al Sharpton. Uh, We all know that he's a charlatan. As a matter of fact... The next intelligent thing that comes out of his mouth will be the first. Al Sharpton ought to just shut up and go back into the gutter that he came from. Apologize. He will not do that. But uh, the American police officer uh, is owed a lot from him, from Eric Holden, from the president of the United States. I'll tell you what, and next cop I see, I'm going I'm to say, listen, I feel so bad for what you had to go through for something that was fake and a lie. There was no hands up, don't shoot, and I support what you do and appreciate you being out there. I mean, honestly, we owe them so much. $242. we are
0: the only white people here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind if we dance with your dates? <laughs> Why, no?
0: The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. I
2: uh, got, look got.
5: This is your family <laughs> alive announcer, Don Pardo, well and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is yeah. brought to you by yes, the Gwinnett Kroger, oh. where you can feel the difference. And now,
2: who? here's your host, <laughs> Kim Peterson. Yeah, the old Cosby Kroger, the Groper Kroger. I Look out. Crazy, <laughs> 247, how you doing? It's only me. It's only so the Kimmer. Pharrell is in charge. Live Earth is back. Live Earth Concerts staged on seven continents in June. The shows will be in New York, Paris, Johannesburg, Sydney, Sao, Paulo, and Beijing, and somewhere in Antarctica. And Pharrell Williams says he can't go into it yet, but we literally are going to have humanity harmonize all at once. He's working with Al Gore and producer Kevin Wall for the concerts aimed at fighting global warming. <laughs> How about fighting ISIS, terrorists, Al Qaeda, you know, extremist Muslim Islamic killer terrorists, slime bags? Something like that would be nice. Oh, but. Right, but you know, global warming. Oh, it's too warm. Oh. Uh, I think I'll give you all my money, okay? <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: I mean, you know. Yeah, that's a cause I'm going to hop on right now, Belly. <laughs> 248. All right, quickly to Philip, and I got a newsmaker line standing by. Hello, Philip. Welcome to News Radio 1067, sir. Thanks, Cameron. I love your show. Thanks. Uh, I listen to you guys every time I come up here to Atlanta. Appreciate it. Oh, uh, by the way, can I tell you a funny story? We gave away the tickets to a guy, who, uh, Dino, I think it was, who Gino. called Gino called in a while ago, and and, and Pete was making a joke that it's some Gino's pizza guy. Turns out, you know what he does? He's, he delivers water from North Carolina to Georgia. And he listens to this show on this station, 106.7, on his FM radio all the way from North Carolina into town and back again. So, And he's going to make way, the trip yeah. to come back in from, uh, well, I mean, it's long enough if you're driving water around. But it's, he won the tickets to go see Don Lake. But anyway, we have uh, people all over, and we're glad for it. So thank you for calling, and I'm sorry I interrupted what's on your mind. <laughs>
5: well, uh, I've got a, a name or a, a group of names to add to the uh, apology
2: list. All right, sir.
5: For uh, for all this Michael Brown uh Fiasco. Yes, yes. Uh, and that's Michael Brown's family for calling him a gentle giant. <laughs> uh, I mean, anybody anybody who beats up elderly people, if you've seen the uh, video that was on Facebook recently, yeah uh, anybody who beats up on the elderly people uh, and then uh, turns around and tries to kill a cop, uh, yep, yep. beat a cop to death, uh, and then they turn around and call him a gentle giant. Yeah, gentle giant. Uh, they should have just told him what he was,
2: a thug. Yeah, he's a thug. He's a gangbanger, a would-be cop killer. And and, and not only that, remember his, his so-called father, his so-called stepfather, was the guy who wanted to burn down the place, burn this bitch down or whatever it was, and, and he finally had to apologize. That's not his stepfather. You know, his mother, gave him, his mother couldn't raise him. Michael Brown was raised by his grandmother. And, in fact, his mother beat up his grandmother because she was trying to make money off selling T-shirts. Remember this? Yep. So Michael Brown's mother, who couldn't raise him because she was a deadbeat loser, had the grandmother raise him, tried to beat up the grandmother for making more money than Michael Brown's mother wanted to get for herself over the son she did not raise. And that so-called stepfather was just shacked up with her. He's not. A, he never raised He never had anything to do with that kid. He just, he's just sleeping with a mother. <laughs> that's not his step. They're not married. That's not his stepfather. He, he, you know, Hunga-Hunga's on the mother every weekend, and they call that stepfather? I don't think so. Maybe that's one of the problems how you define that particular issue. Just saying. Anyway, how about a newspaper line? See who's on there. Good afternoon.
5: Well, good afternoon, Mr. Peterson. I don't mean to bother you, sir. This is Lieutenant Colombo. Lieutenant Colombo, how you doing, sir? Well, you know, my wife's a big fan of yours. Is that right? I didn't know that. And your final wife was a big fan of the LAPD, sir. Let me just say that. She she sort of gave the phrase mounted police a whole new meaning, hey, sir. No. <laughs> Mounted I body. was calling, I yes. don't mean to body, but I may have a lead on Pete Davis's missing sandwich. And somebody sir.
2: stole his sandwich out of the refrigerator today, I can't believe this it. This
5: may be nothing, there may be no connection, but this yeah. morning I understand that Vicki Locke came in for an interview. <laughs> Had it been 30 minutes since breakfast, so you gotta give her a breakfast, sir. She's a growing girl. girl. <laughs> solid food in 30 minutes. <laughs> that. The last time I was in Atlanta, I saw a picture on a billboard. Yeah, yeah. It said, eat more chicken.
4: <laughs> I don't think that was her, sir.
5: No, I know I know. Pete Davis is very upset, sir. He should
2: yeah, be. He should be, yeah.
5: But a missing sandwich would be no big deal over there at WGST. Well, why is that, sir? What? Well, your station's been eating their lunch for years, right? <laughs> Every station in Atlanta's been eating their lunch pretty much since they kind of a traded in Rush Limbaugh for Spanish sports. How did that work out? That didn't sir? work out
4: that well, I uh, don't think.
5: Cover me on this one, John, John, boy. Do you know how a WGST host offers their opinion, sir? Offers their opinion? I don't know, sir. He puts his two tenths in. <laughs> 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 two tenths. <laughs> two
2: tenths. <laughs> <Or> two tenths. <laughs> Rating numbers you know, should go
3: my,
5: up. <laughs> a lot of my fellow police officers yes, sir. are very angry with your mayor, Kasim Reed. Yeah, should be. Yeah. Many want him to even step down step as mayor. Down. Yes, sir. Step down. Anyone who knows anything about Kasim Reed, sir, yeah. knows he isn't big on withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> the man is going to finish what he started all hey, the way to no! completion, sir. <laughs> No matter what surprises might pop up later, he's not going to withdraw. No, he's not. Anyone who wants him to is rolling up the wrong canyon, in my opinion. (laughs) Great to be on the show. Thank you, Lieutenant. Columbo here. <laughs> Let Pete Davis know I'm on the case and I'm keeping an eye out for his sandwich. We're looking for that sandwich. Thank you so much, Lieutenant. Keeping an eye out. An <laughs> eye out. He's oh, got it. one it's eye. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Just hoping that Vicki Locke doesn't swallow that, too. <laughs> oh, 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 man. A very hungry girl, sir. <laughs> <laughs> With the Chinese restaurant, the chopsticks caught fire.
3: Get down. <laughs> <laughs> Too much friction. <laughs> See,
5: the WGST always would put in two, tents two instead tenths. Of two tenths were the because...
2: percentage of an audience. So. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Thank you so much, Lieutenant.
2: Oh. Look out. Hi, Lieutenant Columbo. Lieutenant I told this story a long time ago, and I told it at my daughter Sarah's wedding about the time when uh, I used one of, uh, of uh, Peter Falk's famous lines from a movie he was in, and, it, and I, which I'll give you in a second. What the story was that my daughter Sarah, as a baby, had terrible, terrible indigestion problems. She couldn't keep anything down. We thought she was horribly sick. The doctors thought she had some terrible disease, so we took her into the emergency room one night, and she was three, four months older or just a little baby. And so it was the doctor and my, uh, my starter wife and I and Sarah, the baby, uh, screaming and crying and twisting in pain. It was just horrible. And so one of the nurses came up and said, oh, sir, you're going to have to leave. The doctor can only have one person with him in, this, uh, sitting in the room where they treat you, the treatment room. And I said, oh, I said, I, I, I said what do you mean? After? She says, well, you have to go to the waiting room, which is on the other side of the hospital. I, I said, I'm not, no, I'm not going. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm staying right here. This is my baby here. She said, Sir, hospital policy. And she got on and on. I said, I'm not going anywhere. I don't care what you say. I'm not leaving. That's my baby in there. We don't know what's happening to her. And so I, right, what happened? Hangman, we got a hangman update. Hold on. Tom Brady, new, co- new, what? Oh, news conference at 345. We'll carry it. We will carry Tom Brady news conference at 345 today.
4: We won't be
2: here. We, we won't care. be here, but we'll listen for it. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you, hangman. Okay, so Sarah's screaming, a little baby screaming. The doctor's there, and, the, and my wife, the uh, starter wife's there, and I'm there. And the nurse says, Well, I'm, we're going to have to do something. I said, Do whatever you want. I'm not leaving. So she went and got a security guard. And this little Rena cop was about 5'3", you know, and 300 pounds, and he had a, his, you know, his police utility belt and the walkie talkies, and, the, and I, think, I think he had a gun and it's all that kind of stuff. And so he came, sw- I'm not making this up. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. He, so he came, he comes up to me, and he says, uh, Sir, you're going to have to leave here because there's only one person allowed with a doctor in the treating room. And I said, I'm not going anywhere. And he said, All right, and he slaps his, I swear I'm not making, he slaps his belt. All right. You want to go the hard way or you want to go the easy way? I swear to God, he said that to me. And, and instead of laughing out loud, I said, I said, oh, yeah, I said, well, that better be a sandwich, because if you pull it out of there, you're going to eat it. <laughs> 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 and he started shaking and getting all floppity floppity, and everything. And he never and he didn't do a damn thing. And and, and so the doctor said to my wife, the doctor turns to and says, Uh Lady, you're going to have to talk to him. She said, I'm not talking to him. I'm not going to tell him to go anywhere. So I stayed right there. I said, hey, this is my, I don't know, my baby's dying. I'm not going anywhere. Going to the other side of the hospital for God. What am I doing? Something wrong by standing in this, you know, seven-inch, square-inch space? You, you want to make a hard? You pull it out of there, you better hope it's a sandwich, because if you pull it out, you're going to eat it. <laughs> anyway, all right, look out. It's only the camera. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. Tom Brady News Conference at 345. And I sure I assume he's going to die everything. I assume he's going to die everything. But somebody did something to those footballs, and I think the Pats ought to be not only... I think they're going to be kicked out of the Super Bowl. No. Forfeit the game and, fire the, and get the coach off for a year. All right, anyway, it's on the camera. News Radio. What is, oh, that's my iTunes. Oh, God, son of a... It.